Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Ian Harris, comedian, f- uh, trainer, uh, atheist, <laughs> atheist uh, Trump supporter. Uh, <laughs> just, just, just. Uh, it's gonna be a great show. We also have the Ween Dog. What's up, dude? Uh, and then we have we have a great we have former UFC champion, first ever um, female champion, a 115 pounder, Carla Esparza, is gonna be calling in. Cool. Um, and then we also have the guy fighting CM Punk, Mike Jackson. Uh, is going to be on the show as well, and a girl who you're madly in love with, Jesse Chess. <laughs> Dude, I got so excited when I saw that on your uh, Twitter. It's going to be a great show. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. Listen, people, California marijuana is it's uh, it's legal, meaning that you don't have to. Uh, uh, hold on, I think someone's here. Okay, good start of the podcast. Yes, marijuana is legal, and not only that, but we have a service here. Uh, called Speedweed that will deliver it to you. You don't have to leave your house. You don't have to go to the dispensary. You don't have to risk getting a DUI. You don't have to spend money on gas. Maybe a car accident. Who knows? Maybe a drive-by shooter will, will like miss and get your car while you're in there. Terrible things could happen yeah. when you leave the house. Yeah. Okay? You, you get pizza delivered. You get Chinese food delivered. You get um, Some people get prostitutes delivered. There's no reason why you shouldn't get marijuana delivered right to you. And my, I'm telling you, this stuff, not only that, they have the CBD cream my dad called me up. He's like, Adam, my, my hip is killing me. He thought he had to go for surgery. All this stuff. Took painkillers. Nothing was working. He put, rubbed on this CBD tr- cream. And he's like, Adam, give me some more of this stuff. Honestly. Uh, it's, it's actually working. Uh, one thing that works. actually works. And uh, they got CBD roll-on. They got vapes. They got all kinds of stuff. Okay? And the guy, Gino, who runs it, is a great guy. They have CBD sex lube. Okay? Uh, you and your girl could, could get your... Finally, you can get her like vagina wet and moist and, and ready for pounding or, or maybe slowly entering. Whatever you need, okay, these guys have. Uh, just go to speedweed.com. They will deliver it to you. They are great guys. And uh, yeah, that's, what, that's, that's what's going on. So go to speedweed.com and speedweed.com and that's what you should go to. So uh, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? Good, good, good. I also want to thank our sponsor. Also, people. 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. I know, I've lost plenty. Way too much. I look at old pictures and I'm like, oh, you don't know what you got till it's gone. And the thing is, as soon as you start to notice it, it's too late. It's too late. It's like herpes. You can't, you gotta, you gotta, you can't just wait till the, the sore comes up. Listen, it's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. Nothing worse than seeing a guy with a bad wig or a bad hair piece. Trust me, everyone's judging that person. Uh, even though you don't want to judge him, people are judging. So, is that hairline slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots yet? How are we going to feel a year from now if it's business as usual up there? You'll feel great. I ask you, do you want a bald spot to pop up or do you want to do something about it first? I know the answer to that. Do something about it first. Yes. Why do guys turn to weird solutions and do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? 
Go to forhims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to keep let you keep your hair. Keep your hair, guys. Trust me on this one. You, you, trust me. You want to have hair. I mean, if you have hair, you want to keep it. There's no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits. You can save hours by going to forhims.com. It is so easy. Answer a few quick few questions, a doctor will review, and you can prescribe you your stuff. Products are shipped directly to your door, just like Speedweed. Listen to this. So, order now. My listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today, right now while supplies last. See the website for full details. That would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to forhims.com slash roasted. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash roasted. Forhims.com slash roasted. Yes, forhims.com. Make sure you check it out. So, uh, yeah, things are good. I just got back from Florida. Uh, I did comedy in Naples all week, and it was Cinco de Mayo. It was a rowdy crowd, the late show Saturday. And they were fun, though, but they kept buying me shots while I was on stage. Oh, that's the worst. And um, a lot of times, you know, you, you, when you, if you know that's going to happen, you tell the bartender, hey, put some juice in it or something or some kind of orange juice or soda or Sprite. Did I elude it? I, yeah, I have no, a funny story about that. No, this is all of it. That's just, a, you know, but the bartender didn't know that. So these hot, loud chicks kept buying me shots. <laughs> and at first I did one, and then I was like, all right, I'll do another one, but give me 10 minutes because I remember the last time I got drunk, I was in Modesto, a place called Fat Cats. It was 151. I never had that before. And people were giving me double shots of that. And by the fifth shot, I was out on my feet to the point where like, I didn't know if I could be able to finish the set. Luckily, I only had like 10 minutes left and like, I could tell the laughter went down. <laughs> and then that night, I was just like, I, I was just moved to LA. It was all these girls. I was making out with girls left and right. I ended up in the girls' bathroom for some reason, <laughs> making out with a bachelorette. It was just bad, bad karma. Everything was bad. So they tried to throw me out of the club. And the bouncer grabbed me and goes, you have to leave. And I was the comic, right? So the guy kind of put his arm around me. So then I over-undered him and I just hip-tossed the guy in his head. And then next thing I know, I got six bouncers choking me out. <laughs> like to the point where the next day I had to drive home. I couldn't swallow. I had, my whole neck was like broken out with like zits, but like just because you get, you get, you get like choke zits. And, <laughs> choke zits. Uh, and that was the last time that I, I, I drank. This time wasn't like that. Uh, the shows were in Naples. They were, they were good. They were fun shows. I had a great time. Um, and then last night I hosted at the Laugh Factory. It was just, it was, I just been on a, on a good run. I was sick. I had the flu. So I actually stayed in. A lot of times yes. I try to beat the flu by going to run five miles or I sweat it out. And uh, I, 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 I gambled wrong on that before. Yes. Where you get 10 times more sicker. But I stayed in and I rested up and I watched the entire mm. Cobra Kai series, which is the greatest series I've seen in years. I'm telling you. Uh, I don't know if you know what that is. I don't even know what it is. So they remade the Karate Kid, basically. Not remade it, but they made it for now. Okay. And it, it's Daniel's son and Johnny okay. now, and it's 20 years later. And I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but Johnny's like a complete loser. Like, <laughs> What is this on? It's on Netflix. No, oh, no, it's no, on no, YouTube. no, no, it's on YouTube. It's free, okay. too. Free. Right. First episode is free, and then you got to join YouTube Red. They're like a crack dealer or a Coke okay. dealer. They give you the first Coke for yeah, free, yeah, yeah. and you get addicted, sure. and then you have to buy. So uh, it is the greatest thing ever. Because it's, it's really Johnny, right. and it's really Daniel LaRusso, it's really Ralph Macchio, <laughs> nice. and Macchio kind of runs the town now, and you see it through Johnny's perspective, right. and it's so funny, because he basically, he opens up the new Cobra Kai, 
uh, and he doesn't know how to deal with kids. So he's having the kids like punch each other in the face, and he's like, he's calling the kids, hey, tits. Uh, like, <laughs> this kid has, what a fat kid, he's calling them tits. Another kid, he's calling them virgin. He's just, he's doing the Cobra Kai, but for like nerd, like all the nerds join because he teaches right. one nerd. Anyway, it's the greatest thing ever. I'm hooked on it. I highly recommend it to anyone. And, uh, it's funny as hell. Like I laughed out loud plenty of times. Nice. I almost cried a couple times. <laughs> and they and they flash back to the movie. So the whole so it's it's I'm telling you I cannot give it a better endorsement. I I'm like I'm just gonna watch. first I hated it. I'm like come on you gotta ruin the fucking Karate Kid. Just right. leave it alone. How many fucking things they didn't they have Will Smith's fucking kid do right. it and Hillary Swank was the car. Enough of this. And then, I, and then everyone kept talking about it on the right. underground. There was a, I saw people talking Cobra Kai. I didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Oh, you get into it. It's amazing. It's the All same right. writers who did uh, White Castle, Harold and Kumar. Like, okay. They got really funny writers. And it's really funny because like, the modern day Cobra Kai, like, Johnny doesn't know how to deal with, like, he doesn't know anything. He doesn't know right. Facebook. He's been an alcoholic for 20 years. <laughs> but, but you see his perspective. You see how like, Ralph Macchio's character did steal his girl. Right. Like did throw the first punch, right. like did all kinds of shit. Like you see, and then also cheated and like the la- like that that kicked it to the face was illegal. <laughs> and he never got called for it. Right. So you see, you kind of see all this, but uh, I, I like it. I I was nice. I ended up rooting for him over Ralph Macchio. <laughs> I can nice. relate to him more. Right. Except, like I guess that's sad that I wish I could relate to, you know, the, the Larusso's character. <laughs> right. But instead, so I highly recommend that. Uh, how you doing? What's going on with you, Ian? Uh, you know, same old man. Just um, just plugging along, f- fighting, and uh, and just I was actually out on the East Coast, but for vacation I was in Nassau with my wife. Oh, nice week. Bahamas. Yeah, and they actually have a country, uh, a comedy club at the resort. I know. Is and that I what you stayed at the there. resort? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a that is the biggest waste of money. Oh, we, no, we didn't pay for it. Don't worry. Oh, about wow. That. I can't talk about it. But okay, uh, that's no, no. That's no I, w- I would never pers- personally. Personally, my kind of I-, I like to go to like Europe and take a backpack and wander around yeah. like. This summer we're going on a taking my kid. We just got a rail pass and we're just going all across the U.S. on the on the train and just jumping off and taking a backpack. There was a, a trip that um, that we got through. It was like a conference thing that oh that wow I had to go. So did you, she, you did, she you, had to did go you do through. comedy at the comedy club? I, I did a set. Yeah. Oh nice. Set. You talked them into it. You told them you were a comic. And they let you do it. Yeah. Well, I knew. And the guy uh, Mo Alexander was the headliner. He's a guy from Memphis. So okay. Um, Black a lot guy. Of mutual, yeah, a lot yeah. of mutual friends. So. Um, yeah, they said come in and do a set, so I did a set, and it was it was really fun. But it was like, yeah, it, it, you know, I never normally would spend that kind of money oh, to yeah, stay at no. some, some resort. But you know, sometimes like sometimes it is cool just to sit by the pool and don't do shit. Oh, I used to go to Nassau beach. every weekend when I worked out for the Carnival Cruise Lines, oh, okay. and we would dock there, and then I would hook up, with, I go to the club, and I would make out or hook up with all the the, the dancers or the girls who worked on the whatever. Oh, like, nice. That was fun. And then I, there was a UFC place, a bar that had UFC. I'd watch oh, it with really? the local Bahamans. Nice. And uh, it was, I had a blast there. Those were yeah. some good times in my life. Uh, what's going on with you? <clears throat> dude, I've, I've, I've had a crazy couple of weeks, dude. First of all, for, so I'm st- I've still been seeing that one girl. Yep. Who like had a rage attack on the first date we went on? Yep. She freaked out. I've been seeing her a lot, but then a couple of days ago, I was playing Fortnite, dude. Uh-huh. I was playing Fortnite, and I got paired up with some person. I started talking to them on on the internet. I was like, "Hello, are you there? I'm trying to because I want to play Fortnite. I want to talk to the person I'm with in my group." Yep. And the person talks back, and it's a chick, dude. No way. It's a chick. Uh huh. You know, pretty hot voice. So I, you know, I played I played with her on Fortnite for like three hours, dude. This How do you is, know what she looks like? We'll get into that, my friend. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm streaming this on Twitch. Too. You can go on twitch.tv slash we just watch the entire thing because I'm talking to this chick for three hours. So people have three hours to want to see you hit on a girl. Yeah. This is, okay. All right. Go on. Yeah. So then I eventually I ended up getting her Snapchat. 
Right. She sent it to me on uh, on a game, and then I added her. I started. She hot. I started to send her pictures, and then she you finally dick pics. Not 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 it, not at this point in the story. Okay. <clears throat> then she she finally sent me a picture of herself, dude. Just imagine the type of girl that would play Fortnite for five hours a day, and that's exactly what she so looked like. So it wasn't like. good. It wasn't good. She was big, redhead. It's just. But I still sexed with her. Oh, like, come on. <laughs> I immediately, like that day, I met her on Fortnite, and then like four hours later, we were sexting. And then I just, yeah. it was just very awkward. I play with her still every now and then. Now, now, did you send her naked pics? Yeah. Of yourself? I mean, not naked pics, just like without but my not pants. not you fingering your asshole. This no, time. not this time, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but yeah. Was, no, but I thought you had a girlfriend. Well, see, the thing is, the girl... The Italian girl that I've been seeing, she wasn't my girlfriend yet. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. just dating, going out every now and then. But last night, we actually made it official, dude. She's my, she's my first official girlfriend. Ever. Ever, dude. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Have you slept with her yet? No, she's a virgin. Oh, wow. But she told me last night that she wants me to take her virginity. Are you, now, okay. Now, are you willing to give up all the Fortnite girls and everything else? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, getting, I'm at the age now where I want to settle down. I'm like, I've, I've had my run with all the women. I've, I've been with every race and ethnicity in the entire world. You have it. I have it. I'm lying. But. You mean via sexting or just... <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> just I've, I've played with every, yeah, every type of Fortnite. They've all been with every girl. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'm just trying to settle down. You know, just look every, for something. Every, every, every type of catfish you can right, find. Exactly. I'm just trying to settle down you know get a nice girl you know okay someone right. i can bring home are you ready for home. this one i'm ready dude good for you man so i'm just so tempted to go back on tinder already though dude but it's been one day i know dude, how do you do it dude oh fuck come on when you know you know man i don't think you're ready to be honest to be I in a know, relationship you're 21 years old you think i should still go out there and crush poon if, you, if that's what you want to do but if you if, if already it's been one day and you want to go on tinder yeah, maybe this is not the one. I think it's just I'm so used to like that thrill of swiping and see who matches with me. It's like smoking cigarettes and then quitting cold turkey. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. A lot of times it is like the thrill of actually. But that's why that's what girls are like. Girls just want to actually feel validated. They don't actually want to uh, be in a relationship. I, mean, I, I guarantee if I went on Tinder again or, or Bumble, it'd be the same girls that I was on for five years from now. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you're not actually looking for anyone. Uh-huh. I don't think, or maybe they just haven't found the right person, or maybe they found someone and went back on. But a lot. A lot of times it's, it's just it's the it's the it's like when i used to collect baseball cards uh-huh. right i would go and i would buy a pack of cards and it was the thrill of opening the pack and i'm like oh my god because then i would get one good card and i would sell that card and buy 50 more packs before you know what i had ten thousand bad cards yeah. because it wasn't the actual card i wanted it was the thrill of opening the pack and that's what dating is that's what gambling is. That's all. It's, it's, it's the thrill of the unknown, but it's not actually what you should be doing. But, dude, I'm, like, super involved with her family now, too. I go to her house almost every other day and hang out with her parents and talk to them. Her dad is, scares the shit out of me. Why? Well, first of all, I know, I understand what it's like to be a father. How? I mean, just from that man's perspective <laughs> and having a daughter and then having some dude come and try to, like, take you the You have daughter. never taken care of anything in your life. <laughs> well, you know what Including I'm saying. Yourself. You know what I'm saying. No, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> so I, get, I just feel like sometimes you just, you just read, like, sayings <laughs> and then you just say them because you want to hear yourself say them. Yeah, I'm trying to, you know. But you know what I'm saying, though, right? No, I oh. don't. I don't. I, I know. I know what what it's like to someone who wants like a father, but not you. Because the thing is, when I'm whenever I'm over at her house, by the way, she lives in a big ass mansion. She's very wealthy. Her family's her very family's wealthy. wealthy. Yeah, she's not. Yeah. Uh, anytime I'm over there and her parents are there, she's all lovey dovey on me, trying to cuddle me, trying to kiss me, like in front of her parents, and I'm just super awkward because I don't want to. I don't want to be this dude that just comes into their house to, to make out with their daughter. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Weird. And show her yeah, different kind of weird chokes in jujitsu. Uh huh. 
Speaking of jiu-jitsu, <laughs> I, I, I went back to Henzo today, uh, first time in two weeks. Uh, I, I, we, did, we did three 55-minute lives, and then, the, and then it was like, at the end, they were like, all right, stay and roll. And I was like, I'm done, because I'm coming right. from the flu. Yeah, but yeah. I, I still got to work out. That's, that's my biggest thing right now. But I was Are you telling, doing gi or is it no gi? Today was no gi. Okay. But some guy, right? So I had, we started in like a rear naked choke position, and this one dude, um, I kept getting him in, in, the, in, like, in like a face crank. Like I was, because I couldn't get under his neck, so I was just sort of like making it uncomfortable. Oh, did you have his back? I had his back, and he kept tapping. And then he's like, "Hey, man, uh, you can't." Uh, and then he like got upset with me. He's like, he's like, yeah. he was like, you know, you're not actually under the neck. You're just sort of face cranking me. Uh, you just, but I'm like, yeah, but you're, but it, well, that's what I was, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, in that case, uh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's like <laughs> catching him in an armbar. Go, this kimura is really not proper. Yeah, I'm armbarring you. Oh, never mind then. Keep going. I mean, if, <laughs> doing something different. The face crank works. I mean, it's not gonna work on higher levels. You know, right. that's the thing. And then there was another guy that like. I kept getting it in moves and like he kept tapping and he's like, I don't know any defense. I'm like, oh, I'm like, <laughs> this guy was like six foot four, like just skinny. But I'm like, I'm like, wow. I'm like, all right, well, cool, you know. Uh, but it, it was like, no, a lot of times like uh, you know you go you go with people that like uh, it's, it's it's weird it's weird going with jiu-jitsu. I, I like it a lot. It's it's interesting having a wrestling advantage, right? But that advantage ends real quickly for me. It, it, oh, it, really? You know because well it, it it's good for like the takedown. Right, you know, but then I end up at someone's guard. Right. I, I got to figure out that passing guard thing because yeah, yeah. I get to the single leg, the low single, the the high crotch, whatever I want, really double. Right. But then I'm in someone's guard, and then I'm like just trying to avoid a triangle for fucking ten minutes. Right, you know, yeah. help me, Ian. <laughs> the only thing is, I only know being on my back. Oh, really? That's my game. Is my back. You're yeah. a black belt, right? Yeah, but. Yeah. So your, but, your, your game is your back? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know, which is funny for an MMA guy to be. But yeah, my game is my, I'm good on, on my guard is my game. Because, because my wrestling sucks and I'm a bit of a pussy, so I don't like, uh, I don't like going, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'll pull guard and choke you out. I'm the guy that'll pull, pull guard and like triangle choke you instead of like fighting for the takedown. Or right, whatever. right. But that's so, a lot of guys are like that. But I don't know, isn't in MMA you're better off being on top? Oh yeah, no, I, I, it's funny, I'm one of those guys like, you know, when I'm coaching, I'm like, never do what I do. Like, you know what I mean, but, I mean, I never, I don't teach. I'll teach it, but I don't really te- in in. I teach it in jujitsu, but in like MMA, I don't teach the guys to shit from the ground. It's get up, get up, get on top, sweep, whatever. Right. But but when I spar, like if they start, I mean, I, I'll fight the takedown for a while, and then as soon as they're like getting tired, boom, all this all this like jump oh, triangle. Oh, so on annoying! Or something. And I hate, and I can't stand when guys like they go to their back and then they start doing like rolling around, like put their legs over their head, like. <laughs> Like in like some kind of weird pounding position, you know. I'm like, I'm like really, dude. Like, is this is this is this really fighting? I, I mean, I know it's just jujitsu, but like, is this really what you're gonna do in a fight? Like, right. put on your back and have your legs over your head so I can basically see your asshole. It's like, like, come on, man. But it's effective. These guys yeah. get fucking leg locks out of it and leg get stuff. Well, out I, of it. I do that shit. Like, I'll fall on my side, like fetal position, and let people go. Oh, but come I, on. But I do, I do that with like white belts. I'm doing that with people. I'm like, you know, because what am I gonna do? Like, fuck and take them down and smash them. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I just like let them take mount or something, and then I work from there. You know, and then I'll choke them out or whatever, and then I'll go and we'll start again. And but I mean, you know, it's but the the bad thing is you get into that habit. Yeah, and then and and I'll do that sometimes. Where I'll go with somebody who's like, who's you know really good, like a high level purple belt who could probably if they if they go go nuts. I mean, I'm old, so if they go, they could probably tap me if they went hard. And I'll like drop down and they'll just like fucking blast past me and on my back, and then I'm fighting for my life. I'm like, why did I do that? Oh, this shit all the time. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, and so, so how's it just going for you? 
<sighs> it's good, dude. Um, I'm just like, I like to play off my back because I'm not, I'm, I have a height advantage, a weight advantage against pretty much everybody in my class. So I don't want to just go You're off in the kids my class, though. No, I'm, <laughs> I, I wish I was in a kid's class. Those kids at 10 Planet, dude, they're no joke. They're like five years old, like doing like super yeah. advanced techniques, dude. It's still funny, though, hearing like the rivalry between 10 Planet and like, and, like Gracie. Oh, like, yeah. even though people say it doesn't exist, it fucking exists. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, people are like in great because I, you know, I was, I came from 10 Planet and a little bit, and that's where I got my leg fucked up. On like right. uh, electric chair sweep, trying to defend it like, like I didn't know how to defend it. I, I probably should have whatever. I should have went things I should have done differently. But it's funny because like people are always like complaining that like Tenth Planet kids are always like reckless, right? Like their white belts are like going going for crazy leg locks right. and fucking. Is that how it is? Or I mean, we've banned at Burbank. We've banned the heel hooks and all that advanced leg lock stuff. Only we only allow straight ankles for white belts. Oh, so you train with you train with one of my my guys that used to fight with me, fight on my team, Jared. Jared, yeah, yeah, he's my uh, main professor, dude. Yeah. He's, he's he's a great uh, black belt. Yeah, oh, and, Jared, and my Jared's old Krav Maga teacher used to train with you also. AJ, I think his name oh, is. Oh, AJ Lavares. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I like that guy. He's a yeah. nice guy. AJ's really good. Yeah, yeah really, I, I, really I, nice I won guy. like six free months of Krav Maga or at a raffle, <laughs> so I went. I like Krav Maga, but I, I feel like they're giving way, people way too much confidence. Oh, I agree. I think, uh, I think they're basically a traditional martial art. I think people always go, what's, what's the greatest thing about Krav Maga? And I always go, they're marketing. <laughs> like, their marketing is amazing. Like, I don't well, know how they, they get it. They have these plastic guns, and then they're like, uh-huh. and they give it to you, like, okay, so somebody comes to you with a gun, you know, or, or, or a knife, like, you know, head there, right <laughs> over there on their wrist. And I'm like, these fucking soccer moms doing this shit. I'm like, are right. you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, somebody has a knife or a gun, you give them anything they fucking want, right, exactly. and you run. Yeah. Like, do not try to, like, you're going to get murdered. They, they, always say, they always say with jujitsu, they're always like, well, jujitsu, you don't want to get close to him. You don't want to end up on the ground. I go, uh, well, first off, I, you really think that your little block hit to the groin, that's going to fucking work? Like, I'm going to use whatever the fuck I need. If I have to and I can't run, I'm using whatever the fuck I need to. And if I if I get on your back and choke you out and I take a couple of stabs to the shoulder, and the, so be it. I survive. I get out of there. This idea that it's like, you're not going to use jujitsu with a guy with a gun or a knife. It's like, well, I'm not probably going to use fucking anything. I'm yeah. going to get out of there. But if I have to... I'd rather well, know jujitsu than they, nothing. Well, they do say that. They did. They did say like, right. okay, first, okay, you don't want to get to. The first thing is give me your money. You know, like if your life's at, at stake, this is what you do. Right. But but I still think that like I don't know. I I think maybe they should have rubber bullets in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> because this plastic gun shit is like. But you know these guys are, are are idiot kind of nuts. But you know the dog brothers. No. Okay, so they still have events around. If you get a chance, you can go. They, I don't know if they're still the same, but they're Kali guys, like stick stick fighting guys. The, the dog brothers and they they used to do these underground things where they would they would um you they would have these little tournaments you could just show up and you could just challenge matches with the sticks but it wasn't with with gear so you would hit each other with with the actual sticks to see how quickly you'd go in the fight and they and they would do stuff like okay let's if you want to go sticks against empty hand you can go and people would go out there and and some guys would come out with jujitsu this is like again. 15 years ago and guys would swing at them with sticks and they'd have to take and sometimes they'd put on you know a little bit of gear like a helmet and they go okay baseball bat versus guy with nothing go and they would do do crazy shit but one of the things they did is they used to have these tasers yeah. and they would have taser knives so they're shaped like knives but the inside of the taser so when it touches you it's like shocks the fuck out of you so they would go like taser knife against guy with nothing and see who wins oh wow <laughs> one guy was really good he was smoking everybody he was even taking the guys out with the sticks and he was he was a good jiu-jitsu guy and he also trained Kali this legal? And all that. 
Oh no, it's totally underground. And then, but the other dude had a fucking stun gun in his back, like, and and they t- the guy took him down. He went to throw a triangle choke on him. The guy pulled out the stun gun and like fucking tased oh him my, in the neck. Oh my god, it was Aww. nuts. But that's just cool because I'm like. All right, now I know if that's really gonna work. What's, oh yeah, you know, if you right. got a taser, well, that was gun one knife. thing. I, the Karate Kid was so funny because like uh, he was asking the kids like, "How many guys have got punched in the face before?" And like the kids, none of them raised their hands. So he's right. like, "All right, you guys need to get punched in the face." So he had a girl, this like huge girl, like a three hundred pound like kid, just punch every kid in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like unleashing dogs on kids. Like he was toughening them up, but, right. I was, like, but like nothing he was doing was legal right. or like it was like. It was so funny, but it's it's true, man. Like I, I know per- firsthand from wrestling, like kids today are so soft. Oh yeah. Uh, compared even compared to when I was in high school, I hate to say like oh, when I was a kid. When I was in high school, like our um, our teachers would like like on on the way to wrestling matches, like put the seats down and just beat the fuck out of us for yeah. like an hour, wrestle <laughs> right. with us, and, like choke us, and right. like I mean. None, none of this would be legal today. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. mean, we would like if, if if we lost, he would be like. I remember my teacher would go around with like piece of paper. He wrote "Never again," and the score we lost like forty two to eight. Right. Posted around school, and he'd even go to our school the <laughs> coach, and we're like, "Uh oh, this is not going to be good." <laughs> right. And then we get in, and he had us like run five miles to start practice, then running up downstairs like with people on our backs for a good thirty minutes, push ups like down, hold, like up. I mean hundreds of those right then we started practice right kids would throw up right. uh he'd be like if you don't want to be here leave half the kid team quit it was like right. six of us left but like it was a three-hour practice yeah like today if i if i ran that practice oh child protective service if you yeah. come down or whatever <laughs> the authorities would show up no i i took this course recently and they were like uh they were like it's against the rules basically it's called like it's like hazing and like bad coaching and uh, being whatever. If you don't let the kids get water right. when they ask, I'm like, wow. Like, uh, like I like some of those kids. Are like, can, I, can, I, can we get a water break? I'm like, no, not yet. You wait right. ten minutes. But like, yeah. doesn't if you don't if you say no, that's like against the right. Why, like that's crazy. No, that's dumb. although although I do think it was really dumb that when we would do two days in football and they and the punishment was. Not getting to drink water. It's like it's like no, we're we're dying of heat stroke. It's 110 degrees. I've got all this gear out, and I just I just ro- ran five miles, and this is my second one today. And you're like, no water. It's like ever. But that was all. But that was all coaching. That's why yeah. the Olympics. Why we, we didn't win any medals this year. Like uh, it's gonna get worse. Uh, like, it's gonna get. I mean, now we're importing right. other kids from other countries to win right. medals for us, which I think is also bullshit. Like all of a sudden, they're like the winner of uh, the gold medal, John Ho Kim. I'm like, come on, this is not like. <laughs> like yes, yeah, Dwayne Perkins did a joke about when when we the our the American soccer team or whatever he goes. None of our Americans. They win. The guy's like, he's like, what do you think? He's like, oh yeah, it's very good. <laughs> like, like a, that's the American soccer team. Yeah, seriously, like, that's what we're doing. Because we don't fucking I mean, play there's soccer. Something, there's something kind of weird about that. It's <laughs> yeah. like we're buying kids from other countries right. and having them play for our teams. I used to coach youth football, and we we had the softest kids ever, and we played these like gang kids from like Gilroy and East San Jose. Hello, Carla. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? It's Adam Hunter on the MMA Roasted Podcast. I got Carla Esparza on the line. Carla Esparza, one of my favorite people, came to my birthday party a couple years ago. Is not coming this year. Thanks a lot, Carla. I appreciate that. (laughs) Oh, give me a break. Uh Fight. (laughs) I know you. You got a big fight coming up. You're fighting Claudia Gadella. Uh, When is this fight? Are you excited? Talk to me. Um. Yeah. It's. uh 
I'm really excited about the fight. It is June 9th, UFC 225 in Chicago. Um, it's good. I, I'm glad I get to fight in the U.S., and it's a fight that's been, like, a long time coming. This is uh, the third time that we're going to try and fight. Yeah, now, is, is, there, it seems like, is there bad blood between you and her? Um, I think the bad blood is more on her side, just kind of being an angry person or something. Um, <laughs> she's kind of trash-talked me a lot and, you know, said things and been, like, disrespectful to me kind of for no reason. You know, when I've been nothing but, um, I think, like, gracious and respectful. So, you know, I think that's more on her end, but I definitely, she's definitely not my favorite person. Yeah, now, what has she said about you? Um, she's just, like, uh, trash-talked me. Like, when one of the first times we were supposed to fight, um, or the second time, she, um, you know, went to the hospital after weigh-ins. I think she had a really bad weight cut. And, um, you know, somebody uh, commented on Twitter. They were like, oh, you know, uh, you, it'd be a great fight uh, to see her fight 125 versus Barb Honshak. And I quoted it, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I think that'd be a really good, great fight between them. And then, she's, and then she just starts trash-talking me, like, what little girl are you scared of me? Like, you know, don't think that you can run and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what, girl? We're supposed to fight, like, two weeks ago, and you backed out, you know? And... She just, and then Felice got involved and she was just trash talking us like the whole time. Like, oh, you know, Felice, you show your ass. I don't have to do that when it seems like all she does now is show her ass, you know? So, well, she has a really I nice ass. So, I I mean, I mean, think- in, her, in her defense, it is, it is a very nice ass. I mean, come on. I mean, right? I mean, don't, let's not get mad about that. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not hating on anybody showing their ass, but I'm just hating on like the hypocritical yeah. aspect of it and. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And I listen. I, look, you've never backed down from anybody. I mean, anybody. I mean, you, you, you fought your first fight after what, like a month of training. I mean, you were college all American, college wrestler. I mean, the, there's nobody that you're that you've ever, you know, competed against that you've ever backed down. So that's bullshit. I, yeah, I know I've never turned down a fight in like my career. Yeah, one thousand percent, one thousand percent. Now I gotta say you. You know, I thought that you beat Random Marcos. I had uh, I had money on that fight. I was kind of pissed actually uh, because I had money on you. Um, but you, yeah. you, you know, you've won. I'm considering that that a win. But uh, you won your last four fights in a row since since, since the Joanna fight. You you beat Juliana Lima. You beat Marcos. You beat Mary uh, Moroz. You beat Cynthia Cavillo. And your last fight against Cavillo, a lot of people had you as the underdog. I think, and they were like, you know, they were hyping her up. She was the undefeated kind of girl coming up. People were counting you out and you I think that was one of your most impressive performances especially on the feet what is uh what's been the uh change um I mean I think after my shoulder surgery when I fought Joanna I tore my uh labrum and I had to uh kind of slow it down in my training like I couldn't even hit a bag or anything for a while I had to pretty much just shadow box for a couple months and my coach uh Colin Oyama that I've been with for 11 years he kind of just, you know, started working with me on the more technical aspect, on my movement. You know, he's always said I'm really fast, so he started kind of incorporating that. And I think um, ever since uh, that, that, that first fight after my uh, shoulder surgery, I've just been, like, improving, improving on my striking. Yeah, your striking is looking great. Uh, I mean, your wrestling has always been there. Uh, your striking has always been, I would say, you know, things people have kind of been like, oh, well, her striking isn't that good. But your, your last couple of fights, your striking has been amazing. So uh, good work. 
Hello? 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 Uh, I guess uh, one thing she can't connect on is this fucking call. All right, so let's call her back. Um, I like Carla. You can tell she's like deep in the training. Yeah. Hey, hello. Hey, I don't know what happened there. You're stri- you I, I was saying you're striking so good, you knocked out the connection. So uh, <laughs> good, good work. Um, Bam. <laughs> so, uh, so what's going on now? Uh, you used to come to my shows a lot. We, we were pretty close, and you used to always bring different guys. Uh, have we have <laughs> have we settled on on one man? <laughs> I haven't brought different guys. I brought like one guy. I don't know. You've, um, you've always bring different versions of no, no different Mexican in dudes. The picture right now. <laughs> um, just honestly, when I'm focused on my like site camps, like I'm not really interested in dating anybody, or it's just more of a distraction for me. All I right. just usually try and stay focused. So you're single. Uh, are you on Tinder or Bumble or uh, uh, I actually went on Bumble for like two weeks recently, like a couple months ago, and I it was just like not a good experience. <laughs> Why? What happened? I, it, honestly, like most of the guys, like it just seemed like we're there just to like. Uh, actually, Ashley, my one of my best friends, uh, Evan Smith, she was like, you know what? Just cut to the chase. If these guys want to meet you. They'll they'll meet you, you know. You you throw it out there, but if they're just on here to like boost their own egos and just to, to waste your time, to, you know, messaging with you for freaking a month, then you know it's good to get rid of them quickly. So actually, Ashley would write most of my messages for me if I matched with somebody, and um, you know, after a little bit of conversation, she'd be like, "Oh, great. Well, I'm kind of more old-fashioned. Let's uh, let's meet up, or you know, let's grab some coffee or something," and then uh. People just would like dance around it, and it just it just seemed like guys were more on there like just to boost their own ego more than anything. Yeah. So just like oh, I'm over this, you know. Uh, you know, you like, never know. I, I actually met my wife on a on a. Well, we met before, but we reconnected on Bumble. I mean, you there is. It's hard. It's hard for you because you're training all day. At night, you're kind of training. Uh, you know, you you got you don't really meet that many people. You meet guys at the gym, and they're just that's going to be a recipe for disaster there. Uh, right? Usually? Yeah, no. Dating in the gym is like off limits. Yeah. For sure. That's just drama waiting to happen. And I've seen you drunk before. Uh, I've seen horny Carla drunk and it, it's, it's a, it's very fun, but uh, at the same time, people have seen me drunk. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I have at John Lovett's comedy club when the night when you walked on stage and then Jake Ellenberger had to take you off the stage. Remember that? Oh, I don't even remember that. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, you don't remember that. And I, and I was like, "Hey, guys, this is Carla Esparza, the future champion." You're like, ah, "Give me hugs," and you want you wanted a hug while, while I was doing comedy. But I'm pretty hilarious. <laughs> it was, and then Jake Ellenberger. I'm like, hey, "This is Jake Ellenberger." I'm not using, but I had to pick you up and like carry you off the stage. Hilarious. So. <laughs> That's awesome, but okay. So, so, th- so now we're more mature. Uh, we're looking now. We're yep, looking. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you've been married before too. You got married at like fourteen, right? In like Tijuana, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Yeah. All right. All right. So you've been you've been, I was married for like about ten minutes. Yes. Yeah. 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 You were married for what? Like two years? No, like a year. A year. Yeah. And that, but I see a lot of times you 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 come to when you, the guys used to date they used to be kind of like shady Mexican dudes with sidebirds and like motorcycles. That's awesome. Are, are, is that still yeah. is that still your type? 
what? Where are you getting this? <laughs> <laughs> that one guy you brought, he was like, I don't know. He, he just looked very shady. Uh, uh-huh. but, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> well, so. um, if, I'm, if it's something, yeah, he's probably a little bit shady. Yeah, right, right. Okay, okay. He doesn't love a bad boy, right? Yeah, right. That guy. Well, you know, no, I mean, look, guys have to be mysterious, which is good. So, so we're now we're at Team Oyama now. We're we're uh, what's our what's our day like? Is it like you doing three a days? Um, pretty much. Like yesterday was MMA from about eleven to one one thirty, and then go back for jujitsu at five to six thirty, and then wrestling six thirty to like eight. You know. So some days are a little heavier than others. Like tonight, I'm um, going back for sparring, you know. Okay. So it just depends. Now, but yeah, pretty much it's train, train, train. Now, do we have all any time? Do we have any any day job or no? Nope. This is it. Nice, nice. Did you ever sell your motorcycle? Yeah, I did actually. Um, I sold it. Uh, I just brought it to the Harley store and I just sold it there. Ah, uh, got, got, uh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, no. So I was. I can't. We're not even technically allowed to ride our bikes during uh, uh, when we have a fight sign. And honestly, like I'm not really. I did one riding course, and that's too nice of a bike for me to ride, like as a newcomer. So if I did get another bike, it'd probably be like a used, like smaller bike. You know. Got it. Got it. Got it. Now you beat the current UFC champion Rose. I mean, you dominated her, uh, and I, I think if you beat Claudia, you're. Next fight will probably be against Rose. Is it? Are you thinking about that at all? No, not really. I mean, who knows? You know, whatever they say, I'm not really worried about that right now. Hmm. How do you think uh, Rose does against um, that little Vanderlei Silva? Andrade? Yeah, yeah, Andrade. Jessica Andrade. Uh-huh. That's a tough fight. Um, I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, if she, keep his, if she keeps her range, kind of like Joanna did, then she can probably... Um, you know, you have the same result. Think she can beat her. Yeah, that's a tough fight, man. I, I, like, I mean, Joanna losing, it, the thing is, I wasn't shocked because I knew how hard Rose hit. Everybody was shocked. I was like, no. Nah. And I, I saw her overlooking Rose a I lot. Have you before? Have I ever? No, but I remember Pat Barry telling me like, dude, he's held Mitch for her. And Pat Barry was like, bro, when she was uh, hitting helmet, he was like, "Wow, this is this is strange. This is not the way that these girls hit." I mean, you. I mean, she's hit you before, uh, but but you didn't go down. But but Joanna. But, but, but when she clipped Joanna, Joanna was like, "What the fuck?" I could you could see she was like she's yeah, never she been hit that hard before. But the rematch, I, I still thought Joanna was going to win the rematch. I didn't think so. But, really? But I thought it was going to go down the way it went down. Really? I didn't think she was going. I, I don't. I think that she's. I think she's in her head now a little bit. I mean, she was a little bit more. Um, you know, she came at her more, and I didn't. I didn't. I thought it was probably going to go to a decision, but um, but yeah, I just, I just think it's that style thing, man. I think that Rose is a, a style that beats her. Carla, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was going to be like a tough fight, a close fight, which it was. You know, so it was a good one. Hmm. I uh, definitely didn't think she was going to get knocked out. You know, in that first fight, so I think that kind of shocked everybody. Hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I still can't believe you're not on Bumble or Tinder. I can't believe you're single. <laughs> I, I've never known you single. I mean, you must be going crazy over there. No, I'm just kind of focused on the fight. You know, that usually tends to keep me busy. Hmm. Do, you, do you want me to set you up with anybody? <coughs> um, do you 
you play no, Fortnite? Your friends are trouble. <laughs> yeah, do you play Fortnite? We have a guy named Joe here who plays Fortnite. Do you ever play, you ever play Fortnite? No. It's oh. bullshit. Yeah, you're, you're, Joe, you're out. I don't even <laughs> you're out. Uh, so, all right. So, listen, Carla Esparza, you seem very focused. You seem angry. Uh, I, I like it. Uh, what, what are you? What are you? You're half Irish, half uh, Colombian. What, what nationality? Ecuador. Ecuadorian. Yeah, same thing. Okay, so we're, we're <laughs> yes, we're we're angry. We're focused. I'm I'm excited, and I mean, you're, plus you're on the same card as CM Punk. That's got to be exciting for you, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, that's what I live for, for sure. <laughs> uh, so excited. Are you is you, is your fight before or after CM Punk's fight? Um, I have no idea. Oh man. Um, then, is that one fight uh the Rose and Andras fight like set up or you No, no, like, I I just I just made that up. And also also <laughs> Colby Covington's on that fight too. Don't be around Colby cuz people are going to be throwing things at him <laughs> and like and like who knows what's going to happen. I I like Colby, but stay away from him. Because uh, that could be bad. Why are people going to throw things at him? Uh, because they're mad because he insulted all, all Brazilians. He called them all filthy animals. He said he's going to teabag Dos Anjos in the <laughs> middle of the, of the, of the octagon. Uh, he, he says a lot of things that are getting people very upset. So mm, I would... I mean, this weekend or on my card? What, what was that? No, no, that's on, on, no, that's on, on your card in uh, Chicago. Oh, I was going to say, good thing he's not fighting in Brazilian. It was supposed to be in Brazil, but they actually moved it over to Chicago, which people are saying is actually more dangerous. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so stay away from Colby Covington. Uh, don't, don't, because that's going to be trouble for you. So Check. Yes. Now, well, I, I like danger. Maybe I'll ask him out on a date. No, I'm just kidding. That's a good, Damn. I, I could see that. I could see that. Back, but the first podcast saying. she ever did, I asked her if she did anal sex, and she said, she goes, I'm a, I'm a team player. Uh, and, then, and then that like blew up. Everybody was like DMing her and like, yes. Uh, team player. So what do you, what do you, Carla, what do you weigh around right now? Uh, like 127. Really? Wow, you're light. I, I, I remember we were like 160 uh, after the, after, uh, that, right? You got pretty big for, for, for you. I mean, no, I've never been that big. Maybe <laughs> biggest ever, 135. Uh, oh. <laughs> I just made that up. Um, but listen, all right, so 127, that's, that, that's good. You're, you're right there. Uh, don't, just, don't, just don't lose that butt. You have a very nice butt, and I don't, I don't want to see you lose that because that's, uh, that, that won't be good, just so you know. Cool. All right. Listen, <laughs> Carla off Esparza, the rails, dude. <laughs> uh, listen I'm, a, I'm a fan of yours. Uh, get that win. I'm going to be rooting for you. Okay. I, I'm on Team Carla all the way. Always have been. Hmm. Hell yeah. Thanks, Adam. Good yeah. talking to you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, Carla. And uh, uh, after you uh, uh, knock out um, Claudia, Claudia uh, come down and uh, help coach wrestling for the little kids that I coach. They would, they would love you. I've been trying to get you to coach for five years. And you're always like, oh, that's so cool you coach. And you always comment on the Facebook things, but you never actually come and coach. And, and you live like three minutes away. So come on. Three minutes? You mean like freaking three hours in traffic? Get out of here. What do you, what do you, you live in like, what do you, we live in like Orange County, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not that far. Not that far. Uh, so okay. Now what? Now what, what's your plan for the fight? Are we gonna do lots of wrestling, striking, uh, clam smacking? What, what, what exactly are we oh going? My are, God. What, what, what are we doing for the fight? Top secret. Top secret. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Carla. You're the best. Uh, I will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks so much. Thank you, Carla. Have Take a good care. Day. You too. Bye. All right, that was Carla Esparza. You know who I do hope does some clam smacking? What's that? Is Mackenzie Dern in Cooper. Oh, God. Dog. <laughs>
Yeah, because he's different. Now, what is it with this fake accent? Everybody's mad at her because they say her accent's not real. The, yeah, well, I didn't know that she had an accent, and all of a sudden she has an accent. I People are like really angry about this. I never. Right. I, who cares? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't. I don't. I don't really know that much about her. I guess she's jujitsu. She's like she beat Gabby Garcia via points. That was like. Yeah, I mean, her, and her dad's. You know, her dad's a legend. Her dad's uh, a legend. Her dad's a uh, Megaton Diaz. The uh, he was like multiple time. Megaton Diaz. Megaton. That's his name. I don't know what his. I forgot what his real name. Oh. That's like his nickname. Sounds like my ex, Megaton. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> something like M M A M E J A T M E G A T O N Megaton. I think it's his nickname. Anyway, that, yeah, he's like a legend in jujitsu. Oh, really? But I think she was born here. Was and then her she? mom is Laura Dern. So uh, no, <laughs> exactly. no, just kidding. Uh, Megaton Diaz. I, I didn't know that. Megaton yeah. Diaz. So yeah. But every, everyone's uh, everyone's really mad at her. People are like really pissed about her accent. And I don't know. Um, uh, I, I I didn't know what the big deal was. Like I, I guess it's like I'm like because she's born in Arizona. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> like, I, I know people are angry, but like not to the extent of like people are just like really angry about it. They're like this is bullshit. Does she live in Brazil? I think she lives in like Orange County or something. Well, right? now, but did she live in Brazil? Because uh, maybe she spent a bunch of time there and just picked up the accent. Well, when you when you you know, I'm sure in her entire life, her dad. You know. Oh yeah, right. Because she got talking like this, you know, whatever the whole time. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna like. But anyway, she left the MMA she, lab. Oh really? Yeah, that was a mistake. Um, what is she doing now? I guess they couldn't understand her over there. <laughs> no, no, um, no I, I, I don't know where, but I mean, John Crouch. I've, I've been there. That's a great gym. Yeah. John Crouch is a great. He's a coach, good coach. Yeah. And uh, that, that was a mistake. I'm telling you, that was a mistake. So this week we got the. Um, <laughs> we have this weird relationship because we fought. Uh, my guys have fought his guys a few times, and I remember one fight. <laughs> he and I were almost arguing across. I'm like, he's breaking. He's like, no, he's not. I'm like, yes, he is. He's like, no, he's not. Was that the, uh, O'Malley versus? <laughs> no, uh, so it was Terry on fighting fighting. Uh, I can't remember which one it was. Oh, I think it was when he fought Luke Sanders, who's a cool kid. I oh love yeah, Luke. yeah, yeah. It was so. It was a. It was a RFA thing. It was. I forgot what it was. But I said something. He was like, "No way." <laughs> no, that was the UFC. I, I was, oh, I was, was I, it? I was that fight. That was Tarion's first fight in the UFC, wasn't it? No, no, no. no, that, no, was no. RFA, that was a uh, Cody. Yeah, that was Cody Stamen. Cody Stamen. Yeah, yeah, Luke Sanders is a tough guy too. Yeah, he is. Uh, all right, so this week I we like got Nunez Pennington on the undercard. James Bochnovic against Marcus Perez. I don't know who those people are. Uh, Ramazan Imi, I don't know who that is. Talos Latis, I know him. Uh, he's, he fought Anderson Silva yeah. at one point. And well, then, <laughs> he butt, he butt scooted yeah. for five rounds. Right? And then, but still, and then yeah, he, 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 he ended up losing and then beat, what's his name? That guy uh, who um, I think has like autism. Uh, great. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, the guy who, you know what I'm talking about. The guy who's. Uh, blonde hair, it's like crazy. The only guy I can think of that has autism is Horwich. Yes. Okay, they Matt Horwich. Matt Horwich. Matt Horwich. But then he beat him. <laughs> Matt Horwich is, yeah, that guy's weird. Right? He's weird, out of his mind, but, yeah. but effective. Yeah, good Yeah, good fighter. So he's fighting Jack Hermanson, the Joker from Sweden. Warley Alves, uh, he's a guy that, uh, that beat, um, he's a guy that beat Cody, Cody Covington. Remember Warley Alves? Oh, really? Yeah, he was the guy that beat him in like a standing guillotine. I was at that fight. The dude he's fighting right here, if you look at his full body picture, he looks like a fictional character in a fantasy land. He's just like this giant, jacked Russian dude just covered in body hair. He's a pretty good looking <laughs> dude. Would you sleep with him? I mean, just to, I mean, no. You gotta play Fortnite I don't want to get in first. Yeah, I don't right, want to so, get deep so into those prelims, that. Honestly, uh, I'm not that crazy about those prelims. Nick Hine, what happened to him? He's like on a soap opera in Germany. He's a superstar in Germany. He's fighting Davi Romos. I don't know who that is. Alexi Olnik. I know him because he's like 70 years old. And he, he beat Travis Brown in a fight that was like, 
He's fighting oh, that's Ju- heavy. Junior Albany. He also got that Ezekiel yeah, yeah, choke from the bottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's good. Ridiculous. He's fighting Junior Albany, baby. Uh, Which, come on, if you get Ezekiel choke in mount yeah. with no gi, that's y- not you good. need to stop. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sure that guy's probably strong as shit, though. Probably... The Russian grip. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Cesar Ferreira is fighting Carl Robinson, baby K. Uh, man, uh, I don't know who these, so, some of these guys are, but I'm going to watch this. But Phil Baroni, by the way, won in 10 seconds. The King of the Cage over the weekend. Really? He Knockout? Won, yeah. He, well, <laughs> well he, they stopped it, but then he got all kinds of water and stuff thrown at him. Uh, but he, he says they weren't throwing it at him. They were throwing it at, uh, what's his name, for stopping the fight? Worst referee ever. What's his name? Cecil Peoples. Cecil Peoples. It was actually refing that fight. He oh, should man. be refing that fight. But yeah, so Baroni's back, guys. He's wow. back. What is he, 50 now? And, uh, and then Rowdy, uh, I don't know. And then Rowdy Beck is fighting bare knuckle boxing. Really? According to her. She's the first female signed in bare knuckle boxing. She, did she get cut? I guess. Oh. She, she, she did. Her. Yeah, she's fighting bare knuckle. All right, so now the wow. main card. Main card, Vitor Belfort, Machida. It's going to be a good fight. Got Machida. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, Vitor just, no more. No I think Machida's going to actually, in the middle of the cage, drink Belfort's dirty urine. Uh, that would, that would <laughs> no. be amazing. Uh, but yeah, imagine he actually drank his urine by accident and it got tested positive. So, so, so Machida, I think Machida's got this, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, this Vitor is done. And John Lineker versus Brian Kelleher. Hands of stone. Oof. That's a good That's that a good so match. so fucking hard, Lineker. The Kelleher kid, though, keeps surprising me. He's, he's good by yeah, but he yeah. lo- but he loses some too a lot yeah like, yeah he's one of those guys that like he beats people he shouldn't beat and then loses the guys he shouldn't lose to yeah I have Lineker's him winning got that I got Kelleher uh, Mackenzie Dern versus Amanda Cooper uh, Cooper's four and three Dern's Oof. six and zero oh. but Cooper's gotten way better I mean but I'm not a, a, dude that I thought um, dude Amanda I mean um, um Dern lost that last fight you thought so I thought so you were there right uh, no no I was there was I at that one I, I can't no, she didn't lose that last fight she lost. The second round by a lot, but won the first and third. It was one of those things. So where was like, she fight Yoda, right? Yeah, it was one of those fights that she lost the round bigger than she won the other ones. Yeah, so, I feel like there was one one round that, that was could have maybe gone either way. Maybe, maybe the first round, maybe. Yeah. But the last, I mean, she ended the fight with the guy. She had the girl in her neck a choke, and yeah, I think that it was the, for the definitely first definitely one. won a won a round, and I remember one round being. Not she didn't she got her ass kicked and the yeah. other round was close but either way I her mean, striking is garbage I, I I hate to say it but she should not be in the I I honestly think well maybe because it's female where, where feel, does she go to train now I don't know but I think that she she there's there's a girl that could have benefited a lot being in the LFA being yeah. in Titan being in these and then coming into the UFC twelve and zero. Well, they, 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 which, what was she in? What was she in? She was in LFA. Yeah, but they rushed her way too much. Yeah, they, they gave her like these just. They rushed her too much. It was like Gladiator Challenge almost. Same with Dylan Dennis. Dylan Dennis, I know he called out Askren, but his striking is not good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, He's going to get beat up if he, as soon as he goes, Bellator has to be really careful about who they match. But Amanda Cooper, I don't even know four, four and three. I know I've seen her fight. She's mainly a striker. She's the one who beat the shit out of, uh, what's her name, her last fight? Uh, our girl, Magania. He oh, nip slip. Ganya. Oh. But uh, also, Jacare versus Kelvin. I hope Kelvin wins this fight. I hope Kelvin wins this fight. I, I, lo- I, lo- so I love Jacare, but Kelvin's another one of those guys. Like, you, you can never count. That dude beats everybody. You, you should, don't expect him to beat. I got yeah. Kelvin all day. Uh, he's like, going like, to miss weight. What is it? 205? He's going to come in 230. <laughs> he might. You know what? The thing about it, like, I doubt he's going to miss weight, but I think it might be one of those things where. Uh, 
you know, when these guys, when you always have to make 170, and then you think, oh, I got 15 pounds. So right. You eat as they much do. as you, and then you miss the other weight class because you didn't factor yeah. in. I can see that happening. No, people do that all the Remember, Anthony Johnson used to make 170 and then would like miss 205. You're like, how the fuck do you miss 205? It's right. 35 pounds. He looks like he's about 350 pounds right now. Well, now, he's, now he's like a bodybuilder. He's jacked. He's doing really well in bodybuilding, I think. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah. That or, he, or he's been. Um, he has the munchies because he opened up a uh, weed dispenser <laughs> fucking eating everything. And then the main event, Raquel Pennington versus uh, Amanda Nunez. I don't think this card's going to sell very well. No. For some reason, I thought they fought already. I guess they didn't, huh? No. I hope Raquel wins. Uh, I think Raquel can beat her. I know that Raquel's girlfriend, uh, used to, Tisha, used to train with uh, Nunez and her girlfriend trains with Nunez also. I think they should just do like a tag team lesbian. <laughs> right? By, right? I mean, how cool would that be? Uh, but then you get your happen. pay-per-view sales. No, then it would be much less pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> but the people who would, who would buy that would pay a lot more. So you, you, so you right. may charge like $200. Yeah, exactly. All the fucking... Anyway, we're calling a girl right now who has been killing it lately. Yeah. Uh, she used to be my cat sitter. And now she is... Right. Hey, is this Jesse Jess? Yeah, how you doing? How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. You're 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 killing it. You are killing the game right now. Uh, <laughs> I I I remember when you were fighting Sarah Kaufman over in like Germany for, and for for twenty bucks uh, and and like a bag of Doritos and and now you're and now you're you're murdering the game. Congratulations. Talk to me. Thank you. Thank you. I'm working. I'm working on it. Yeah. Uh, what what's what's been the change? What's what? Like all of a sudden you're just murdering people. Like did you did you find your inner anger? Did you did you get in touch with something? Did you uh, did you did you go to a special like a uh, like a Daniel son? Did you join the Cobra Kai? Like what the fuck's been going on? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just met some really cool people and did some really cool shit. Now I get to do really cool shit every day. Yeah. Well, you're. Because a- I didn't like, I didn't do anything special in particular, other than get more stupid tattoos and fucking be super Aussie. Yeah, of course. Now you got how many tattoos do you have now? Hello. Oh, we, we are we are killing it today with the connection. <laughs> uh, hello, Jesse Jess. I'm calling right back. Boom and action. I, lo- I love that accent. That fucking Australian accent. No, it's the it's the best accent I for a woman. I teach my wife that accent. <laughs> I mean, if we may have to role play in bed. She could be Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be the boomerang and, and scare Colby Covington. Hello, can Je- you hear me? Yeah, I, I can hear you. No, like Jesse, I'm telling you, like when I first saw you, you were being butt bombed. Uh, by Panty Kanzan. <laughs> by Panty. <laughs> you, you were on your back and she was rubbing her ass in your face. Uh, nice. In, in uh-huh. a, and, and then, that was, that, was that the lowest point of your career or the highest point, depending? <laughs> I would say, in a lot of people's opinions, that might have been one of the highest. Yes, right. Honest. Of course, yeah. According to my... Uh, my uh, lotion, but 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 but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but since then you've just been murdered. Now, now me and you. Now I know Jesse Jess. I met her at a show. She came to my show because uh, I'm friends with her coach a lot, John Wood, great coach, and uh, we became mm-hmm. friends. And then Jesse Jess is like, "Hey, I want to come to L.A. and I needed a cat sitter <laughs> and a dog sitter, <laughs> right?" 
So she's like, hey, okay, is it okay if me and my friend dog sit? I'm like, sure, right? I don't know her really from Adam, from myself, right. but I, I don't really know her, but I'm like, sure, why not? So she comes over, she drives me to the airport, her and her friend, and they were kind of giggling a lot. And, and we had a long conversation, but they were a lot of fun. And then that was like your girlfriend, but for like a week, right? Because like you had... Yeah, maybe two weeks. So you liked guys, and then there was a girl you were training with, and, and then you guys were like lesbians for a week or something? Like what happened there? <laughs> we, we were just hanging out, and then I realized that I'm straight. Again, okay. So. okay, so 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 you were with guys, and you said, you know what, fuck it, let me try it. So you and your training partner, she kind of, kind of, now you were on my bed, but my dog was preventing you from hooking up, right? No, he wouldn't let me anywhere near the room. Oh. He was cool with her. She was like, she was hanging out on your bed all day, so... Oh, okay. He just didn't like me oh, at he, all. Oh, oh, he didn't like you. Okay. But, but then you guys started to finally got along. But then I'm like, you know, these guys are great dog sitters. And then I go into my guest room and you let the dog shit in there. There was like two weeks worth of dog that shit. Wasn't, that wasn't intentional. Two weeks? He wasn't even gone for two weeks. All right, okay. That wasn't intentional. I swear to God, we took him out three times a day. Oh. Well, I didn't. Alexa did. <laughs> okay, right. Alexa took him out three times a day. Right. Now, now, now you and Alexa were hooking up. And then <laughs> I, and then, and then I said, and you were still in Evicta at the time. And I go, hey, who do you want to fight next? And you're like, Alexa. So the girl that you dated. <laughs> so so what, you wanted to fight the girl you went out with? Like, what, what happened there? No, nothing. We're friends. Oh, okay. She's now you guys are friends. Partner. But I'd fight anyone. I'd fight my own sister if it was going to get me paid. Right. Okay. Oh, I thought you guys had gotten Because I was like, that's actually would be an interesting storyline. They used to date, and now they're fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, and, we, ne- like, we never really had beef, but because we were both going to try out for the Ultimate Fighter, mm. like the idea of us having to fight each other kind of was brought to a head, and then I got really, I guess, probably turned on by that idea. Right. <laughs> I love to fight anybody. Right, and, and you had experience with her on the ground and, already. And you have, you're right. Yeah, you so. guys. You guys. You, <laughs> <laughs> so now so I'd be scantily clad. She'd be scantily clad. Who knows what can happen? Who knows? Well, I, right, right. That's that, that. That would be a good thing. You fight your ex. That that should be an actual <laughs> TV show. Exactly. I fought a few exes. Yes. Yes. Know? Yeah. There was a guy. Uh, that, right. There was a guy that was being abusive to you. That was when I first heard of you. Mm-hmm. And then you knocked him out in the kitchen with yep. a with, 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 with a head yep. kick, right? <laughs> yeah, it was like a it was like a teep to the jaw. Yeah, well, that's a good way to get a guy to stop beating you up. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, there's other it ways, worked. but uh, holy fuck, yeah, that was crazy. And then that guy, then he tried out for Team Alpha Male, and he got beat up by Cody Garbrandt's cousin. And, and then, yeah, the, the guy's a mess. I don't know how the guy gets girls. He dated Ashley too. I'm like, how the fuck is this guy getting girls? Uh, yeah, many- I don't know. He he's, he uh, he speaks very well, and he always somehow seems to have a lot of money, so that makes you attractive. Hmm. Well, I have neither of those, but okay. So now, now, now your last fight, Paige Van Zant. Do you think they were trying to set you up, like they were trying to kind of hype Paige Van Zant? It was all about Paige and Paige, Paige, Paige. Do you think you kind of spoiled the party? Yeah, I think I think I upset a lot of people with that one. Um, cause they definitely like the whole focus that everything was about her. And even after I win, it was still about her, but whatever, what the fuck's she doing now? now what am I doing now? What's she doing now? 
did that did that piss you off that like I guess she broke her arm and people were like, oh, she's so courageous. And you're like, yeah, but I, I beat her with two arms. I beat her with one arm. <laughs> like, what the what is this? Yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of, I think it was lucky that she broke her arm, honestly. Like, I'm used to people breaking limbs on my head. It's actually happened a few times now, so I wasn't surprised. But I think she's lucky that she did because otherwise it just would have been a flat-out mauling, you know. And then she wouldn't have had any anything to stay face with. So good for her. I'm glad she broke her arm because then she came out still looking like a bit of a hero even though she's lost a bunch of fights. Right, right, right. And then, and then uh, Rowdy Beck, you look great right against Rowdy Beck. She's, I think she's now doing bare knuckle yeah, boxing. Did, 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 did you guys squash your beef? Are you guys, are you and Rowdy back cool? Uh, we were cool before it, and then she, like, wasn't really happy that I beat her, understandably. Um, but we've only just kind of started talking, sort of, but not like what it was. You know, she, she gets super salty about things, so... I don't hate anyone that I've lost, that I've lost to. Like fucking Sarah Kaufman's still one of my friends, you know. Yeah. So her problems, not my problem. I don't care. Right, right, right. Now you got a big, a big fight coming up against Jessica I. When is this fight? Uh, yeah, when? June twenty-three. Where? Singapore. June twenty-three. Singapore of all places, which apparently has amazing food, and I can't fucking eat any of it because I leave the morning after the fight. Uh, yeah, fighting in Singapore. I've been there. Very, very clean. Now, Jessica, I got really good, good striking, good boxing. Are we gonna try to turn you this? Reckon? To, uh, she's got good boxing. Good, she's a good striker, Jessica. I are we? Are we gonna try to keep it on her feet? Yeah. Are we gonna try to take her down? What's going on here? Uh, I just like to brawl. It's gonna, it's <laughs> gonna go wherever I feel like making it go on the night. You know, I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot said about her striking and about her boxing and. I've also seen a couple of her fights, and I don't know where that information is coming from. So we'll see. I, I don't think I, I know what she's going to do because she does the same shit every fight. You know, she doesn't know what I'm going to do because I do something different. Some days I'm really fat and slow and just like to grapple, grapple and other days I like to box. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited because she's definitely tough and durable. So it should be a good fight no matter what. I can't wait for this fight. I can't wait for this fight. Now, uh, uh, by the way, Jess, our, my co-host here, Ween Dog, has a huge crush on you. Huge crush on yeah, you. Yeah, I know. He said we were going to get married. Yes. Now, now, Ween Dog, here's your opportunity. You got her on the, on the, on the phone right now. Hey, Jessica. Hello. It's me, Ween Dog. You me a real nice ring. I hope you know that. Yes, a nice ring. I have expensive taste. Wow. Hey, Jessica, now we, we had this big date planned, this big fancy romantic <laughs> evening in, uh, in Las Vegas. And I actually went down to Las Vegas a couple months ago looking for you, but you never replied to any of my tweets or any messages on Instagram. It was kind of yeah. boring. That, 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 that's not creepy yeah. at all. Uh, so, wait, wait. I was so, sitting outside your sitting bedroom outside. window and you didn't even reply. Cool. Yeah, I was kind of bummed out, to be honest. So, but, you reached out to her? Yeah, I mean, I tweet her almost all the time, you know. But. <laughs> now, 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 listen, this guy, Wing Dog, is a real nice guy. And handsome. Handsome tall. guy. He's tall. Tan. <laughs> He he will treat you so right, Jess. I mean, you have no idea. I'm young. He's got nothing going for him. Okay, so you'll you'll be everything for him. Uh, no, I'm kidding. He's got, he's, got, he's got a lot going for him. Uh, now, what what would it take for a guy like him to to take you out on a date? Um, I don't know. Shouldn't you ask Julian Marquez since you said the other week that him and I were dating? Oh, oh yeah, wow. No, I asked yeah. him if he. I asked him if 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 he hit that. Uh, to which he said no. He, he said no. Yeah, he said he came in. Yeah, he came and told me about it in the cafeteria at the PI, and it was the most uncomfortable 
conversation <laughs> I've had with anyone because he was he felt really bad about it. I was kidding. I knew he wasn't. He didn't. He didn't hit that. I knew that. No, no. Listen. Word on the street is is that you are you you, you talk a big game, but you don't give it up as easy as guys would think. Is that is that a fair assessment? Correct. All right. Okay. So, so <clears throat> wait a minute. Yes. J- Jessica. Yes. It's me, Ween Dog again. <laughs> I know. So, I I'm so happy you came on the podcast today cuz I got to br- I got to bring this up and I don't want to bum you out or anything, but um just bear with me. So, last night I got into an official romantic relationship with a girl out here in Los Angeles. So, I'm sorry, but we're not going to we're not going to really be able to Oh, thank you very much. But we're not going to really be able to do this date in Las Vegas. But Is that your first girlfriend? It's my first girlfriend, ever. dude, ever. Yes. <laughs> but listen to this. I was talking to her last night and she decided to give me a hall pass. I can pick any celebrity. <laughs> she said I can pick any celebrity in the world. And if 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 it just so happens that I come, if I cross paths with that celebrity, that she would allow me to make love with that celebrity. And I picked I picked Jesse Jess as my celebrity hall pass crush lovemaking companion. Now, is this okay with okay. you? Is this okay with you? Well, what do I get out of it? Yeah, yeah, what does she get out of it? Ween dog. Yeah, right, you get, right, that's the point. You get the ween dog. That's, that's, that's what every girl wants. Um... Uh, sure. Oh wow, this is, this is going really. She well. said okay. okay I, listen, this is great. She said yeah. Yeah, she she I, she okay. Now, Jess, now what is it? So, are you on, are you on Tinder? Are you on Bumble? Are you currently dating anyone? <laughs> Talk to us. Uh, none of the above. Oh, okay, I have so, a dog now. You have a dog. I got, I got a dog because yeah, my manager told me not to date until I won a title. And so I said, okay, so I got a dog because now I don't have time to fucking text any boys. Well, all right. He's very proud of me. So not, that's very nice. You'll be dating someone in 2050. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You, you, ha- <laughs> you have a title of the hottest bitch on the podcast. Okay, now but, if a, let, now, but if a guy likes you, right? If a guy did like you, let's say there was a guy out there like a wean dog or, you know, just a, a nice guy. And how would he get you? Like, would he, would he say, hey, listen, what are you doing later? What, what's your ideal date? Just because a lot of our listeners are very attracted to you and, and they would like to know. Uh, that's a good question because I think my ideal date depends on whether I'm in camp or not. Okay. If I'm in camp, if I'm in camp my ideal date would be for you to go buy me a DVD and then just leave me alone. <laughs> And then maybe text me and ask me how the movie was. I later. can do that, dude. That's horrible. That's, that's, not, that's not really a date, Jess. That's, <laughs> that, sounds like, uh, that sounds like Postmates. Um, now, what about... Uh, okay, well, all right. So what about like if you're not in camp? What about if like, you're not in camp? Okay, so if I'm going on an actual date? I'm yeah. like, I don't know. Um, I'm down for Mexican food. Mexican that's always food. a winner for me. I'm half Mexican. But, but I don't want to be picked up. I'll meet you there. Okay. So I can drive my own car home. Yeah, but Mexican food's always good. And don't be a dickhead. Right. Don't don't talk to me. Don't don't ask me. Okay. Don't ask me how I think I would do in a fight against you. Okay. Wow. That's good. Yes. That's a, that's a that's a very good <laughs> note. A lot of guys are idiots because uh, right. That's when, yes. Okay. Now, would you go up? Would you date a guy that you could beat up? Uh, I've dated many guys that I could beat up. Oh right. Okay. So. But, I'm trying to. I'm trying to shift. I'm trying to shift my taste right now. So maybe not anymore. Damn it. Okay, so you want a guy who's like physically strong, who trains, uh, who knows how. Yeah, to... Yeah, I like. I like big boys. I like. I kind of like. I kind of like fat, hairy dudes. 
Wow, that's right. me, dude. All right, your 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 DM is gonna be fucking filmed t- uh, tonight, by the way. Okay, okay so you li- you got, so you like bigger guys, stronger guys. It sounds like Julia Marquez is, yeah. is your fucking guy that you want to date, by the way. All right, so you like bigger? No, no, not Julian. Okay, bigger guys, stronger guys. Oh, I don't I don't like beards. I like chest hair, but I don't like facial hair. Okay, now tattoos. Maybe now, that. That's now, more. since you have a tattoo and you're kind of tatted up, do you like guys who have tattoos or kind of guys that are clean cut with no tattoos? Uh, I prefer no tattoos, but if they do have tattoos, they've got to be like decent ones. You know what I mean? Like similar style to mine, not just shitty. No, not, okay. Maybe not like John Wood tribal tattoos. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. John Wood does have those tribal tattoos. Yeah, but he, he's got some. He, pretty... does, he has a full tribal sleeve. Right. 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 Now, the guys have to be taller than you, or you go for like five seven, five eight, or it has to be six one, six two. No, like kind of five eleven would be my minimum. Minimum five eleven. Mm. Now. I can see how guys would get intimidated by you because you, you do laugh a lot and blah blah blah. But you do have kind of a kind of a mean streak in you. So do you like to make yeah, the first? Yeah, make fun of people. A you lot. make fun of people. You're kind of cruel. And, yeah. So <laughs> now, do you like when guys make the first move on you, or do you like do you like to make the first kiss on the guy? Um, I like to make the first move, but then if they give it up too quickly, I don't really respect them that much. <laughs> wow. So, so I you, I kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I kind of like guys who play hard to get a little bit, like make me work for it, you know. <laughs> this is like, otherwise I'm just gonna get bored. So like you want it? So you're reaching for a guy's crotch and you want him to grab your hand and be like, no, I'm not ready. Buy me dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready. I need you to wait. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> wow. That's 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 a good, that's tough because a lot of guys are not going to do that. Yeah, a uh, lot of guys. Uh, just, pretty just much a any few. straight male. <laughs> you know what? And this is why I'm single. Oh wow! So you want a guy to be like, listen, we're not there yet, and then and then <laughs> yeah. And now a lot of times, girls like you, you know, you, you you're into fighting, you're into your rough rough girl, tatted up, but you like to be submissive in the bedroom. You like to just lie there, just be like, oh, you know, tell me poetry. Uh, like you would think that you're crazy, like chokes and fucking punching dudes and like <laughs> fucking ankle locks and stuff and kimuras. <laughs> but, but oh yeah, I, I for sure do jujitsu in my home in my bed. Yes, a hundred percent. That's what I do. I do that too. Hey, yeah. hey, this is look. This is this is a good don't do on a first date. Is don't ask me if I would do naked jujitsu with you. Oh, oh yes. my God! Yes, that's that's good. You're learning, right? I mean, it's, I, call me crazy, but I think she's describing me to a T, dude. <laughs> yeah. I've been on this. I've been on this podcast many times talking about how I do jujitsu in the bedroom with. Yeah, but you don't want to. But and, she doesn't want it on the first date. Well, I'm not talking about on the first but that's, date. That's your go-to move on the first date. I'm also. I'm. Don't talk about it ever. Wow. <laughs> I'm six foot two. I'm nice and tall. I'm very muscular. I have a big hairy chest. Very and, muscular. Well, she doesn't. She can't see me. Okay, go, ahead, but, go, on, go on, go on, go on. And uh, I mean, I like Mexican food. I'm half Mexican, and my favorite band is Men at Work. Um, so I, she, she would, she would kill you, Ween Dog. What do you mean? I mean, she's she's just girls an animal. You, you wouldn't last a minute in her fucking world. Like in a romantic relationship <laughs> or in, in any the world. She's 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 funny. But she's smart. She's twisted. She's hot, but she's also like she she's gonna tell she, like some like one of your parents dies. She's making a joke to you that day. At the funeral, mm. like 
this this girl's all. I mean, she's she's got all kinds of problems here. That's why uh-huh. she fights. Uh-huh. But, but but she's but she's See, I hot. Need to, I need to date someone as smart as Adam right now. Yeah yeah. yeah but in like a, in a big hairy dude's body. Yeah, you guys. This girl's got. I mean, you're gonna have to t- play it so right with this girl, mm-hmm. or do everything wrong, uh-huh. and, then, and then she likes you. All right. Like you have to fuck everything up. <laughs> okay. Like like fuck everything up where she's like, you know what, this guy has no hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I'll just bang him, and then she'll end up liking you. But but you, but you can't be. It's either a zero or a hundred with this girl. Now, Jessica, I'm yeah. also I'm also a, a rapper as well. I'm, I mean, I have a no. U, I have a YouTube channel. No. I know you have a YouTube channel no. too. It's uh, I love your YouTube videos. Um, have you made a rap about her? I mean, I don't really release any of my rap songs. I keep all my songs to myself. Right. <laughs> but you know, personal rapper. Yeah. yeah. Really. Keep them under wraps. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Got but it. let's say one day, I, let's say one day I do he make in it. The shower. Let's say I make it as a big rapper. I'm the next. Uh, I'm the next uh, Tupac or whatever. Uh, will this uh, be attractive? You're gonna die when you're 27. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It, will this be attractive to you at all, Jessica? No. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not a rapper. I just made all of that up. We know. We know. Listen, I'm gonna take. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna give you. A, listen, I'm gonna give you a course. Okay. Uh-huh. By the time you meet Jessica in July, uh-huh. uh, okay, you're gonna. You're, we're gonna have a little plan of attack here. Okay. Okay. And we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna win her over, but it's not gonna be easy. Okay. Okay. But I, I will train you to at least get a kiss out of this chick. It's gonna be hard. Right? Well, I can, I can oh, guarantee okay. you that. Yeah. Right. But but that's okay. Um. Now, all right, now, when was the last time you you had a boyfriend, Jess? Uh, it's been a few months, I guess. I don't know. Uh-huh. I've dated a couple of people, but I wouldn't consider them my boyfriend. Have you dated? Have you banged so any probably, fighters? Probably two years. Oh, not any <clears throat> any uh, fighters or no? Except for the guy that you beat up. Uh, they've all been in the industry, I guess. Wow! All right, so now, now, now we we got we got to get, let's play a game. Who has just just banged? All right, so uh, <laughs> we got to okay. It's Syndicate. Uh, it's not John Wood or Mike Pyle. Vinny Magalish. No, no, he's married. Um, uh, who else is that Syndicate? Uh, Wait, in the industry, it could be anybody, right? Within the yeah, with, it's not that yeah, it's no one is it, is it Bruce Buffer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, all right. Good. Okay, it's time. Yes. For all right. um, <laughs> five is, minutes. Up. Did he keep his jacket on? Is it Big John McCarthy? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, all right. Um, he is big and hairy though. He is big and hairy. Is it Yamasaki? But yeah. he hasn't come yet. Uh, <laughs> is it who? Uh, Mario Yamasaki. No. What about Michael Chiesa? That's no, a good guy for you. Michael Chiesa? No. Why not? He's no, Harry. Uh, I think no, he's... Did, did, whoever, whoever it was, 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 was it set up by Sean Shelby? Yeah, did Sean Shelby match <laughs> you up with anybody? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got to say, you're on a very good path, though. You're on a good path. I mean, just like where you've been, like your fights between, uh, you know, Rowdy Beck, now Paige Van Zandt, Jessica I. You're fighting names. And uh, and people yeah, are I know. yeah, and it's good. People are getting behind you. I, I can tell you're funny. You're Australian. You don't give a fuck. Uh, now, what's up with the eye tattoo? Because uh, I asked you one time, and you said you killed somebody. Uh, <laughs> I think that was a joke. <laughs> I, I, I hope so. Well, was it though? I, I don't. I don't was know with though? you. I, I don't know. I, well, well, what's that? Why the eye tattoo? Why not? All right, thanks. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right, that makes that makes sense. Uh, all right, so listen. Uh, now, are you still roommates with Roxanne Modafari? No. 
Uh, and no, so I moved out like a year ago. Who who who, who, who you living with now? Uh, CrossFit girl. Uh, oh yeah, I think I met her. She was she was also pretty jacked. Yeah, Steph. Yeah, 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 yeah. with the black hair. She came to one of your shows. Yeah, yeah I like her. I, I, I like all the syndicate girls. I like you. I like Shan. Um, I like Roxanne. <laughs> I like the uh, Serena. And then um, and then aren't you guys training with like uh, Claudia Gardelia too? No, she's at Extreme Couture. Oh. We have JoJo now. Like JoJo's at our gym now. Oh no way! How's how's that going? Yeah, she's awesome. She's a good training partner. We uh, we have some good battles. Yeah, bad mofo JoJo. <laughs> I like it. Well, yeah. listen, Jesse Jess, I'm so happy to be your friend. Happy to have you in my life. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly, I, I I care about you, and I think you're a really special, amazing person. Not only are you hot and sexy, but you also mm-hmm. teach little kids wrestling. And for an for an Australia <laughs> for an Australian girl to teach wrestling is like insane, but uh, but awesome. Uh, and it's so cute the videos you post. So uh, one yeah, day, thank you. one day you're gonna meet the right guy. Uh, hopefully it'll be in July with Ween Dog. <laughs> I uh, hope so too, dude. Well, I'm, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to checking out his game now. Now that you're coaching him for I'm, it, I'm coaching him. I'm co- you, it's gonna be a whole new yeah. Ween Dog. It's gonna be on pay per view. It's gonna be a yeah, pay per view. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have big expectations. I just hope you know that. Yes. Let's, yes. let's lower those right now while we can, <laughs> if you will, please. <laughs> Go ahead and lower those. No, you started this. You started this. Yes. Let's see you follow through. I love it. Well, Jesse Jess, thanks for coming on the show, and I will see you soon. No worries. Bye-bye. Thank you. See you guys. Take Bye. care. That was Jesse Jess. Right. Cut to 10 years. <laughs> ween baby. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think you made some headway with her. I mean, I'm pretty confident. Now, I thought it was gonna. I thought this interview was going to be terrible for me. Yeah. But this couldn't have gone any better, in my really? opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And I have all this new information. I got to... Uh, Got to bulk up a little bit, I guess. She likes get some hair, but I don't think she was talking about giant muscular dudes. She's like she likes bear dudes, like just thick dudes, not, yeah. not necessarily muscular. Well, but like know, thick dudes. Well, I you could get muscular. If I know you, if I you could, wanted to. I mean, I got I still had a, about four hundred pounds of baby fat. I mean, you train what five days a week? Uh, now it's more like just a few days a week because I'm in finals right now in college, right. which got sucks. It. But yeah, and you're a, a a blue belt, right? Yeah, I'm about blue belt. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm getting there. Now, what degree black nice. belt do you? I just got my black belt. Just got so, it? Yeah. When? Well, technically, I don't even wear it yet because um, I was given it by Pedro Munoz. Wow. Um, but he, he verbally gave it to me like two years ago, but I was injured, so we, and then he moved to Florida. Uh, about What's a, his nickname? Uh, Young Punisher. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and he, awesome. Uh, so he called me, he called me in January, and he said, uh, which is kind of funny because he calls me coach because I... <laughs> It's, it's hilarious. I'm like, you, you're calling me coach, giving me my black belt. That's that's yeah. not no. But he goes, oh, coach, uh, just well, I'm not gonna be out there for because his fight got postponed in February, wherever it was when he was supposed to fight Dodson. He missed weight. All right. <clears throat> so he goes, he was gonna come after that, and we were gonna do it. And then he said, uh, call me. He said, I'm not gonna come out. I got to do that fight. He goes, I won't be able to come out till at least June. He said, so just you're good. Just wear it, whatever. And I said, well, I'm gonna hold off until you come out. So I have. Uh, so technically, I'm black belt since. At least January, but I haven't put it on because I want to wait for him to come out and actually do this ceremony. Kind I'm of so thing. happy wrestling doesn't have belts. I think it's right. so much better. I don't know. I, I don't like belts. Like I, I do like it, but I just find it so weird that somebody can just give you a belt. Like yeah. it's like there's no actual. T- I always thought there was a test. Yeah. Like oh, we're having our blue belt test, or we're having our. I, I do tests. Oh, there you do. There tests? used to be tests in the old jujitsu. There used to be tests. Is that you, you think it's better to have tests or no? Uh, I think for the first, I think up to purple belt at least. 
Um, in jujitsu, I mean, I don't know about other things, but I think I think in jujitsu for sure you should at least have because um, there's different levels. There are people who are. I think there are people out there that are never going to be black belt. They're, they're never going to be world class black belts. They'd have been doing it you know, like me, 20 some years and they have tons of knowledge and they've trained with tons of people and they can teach it and they, and they can hang, but you know, they're never going to be world champion black belts. And there's other people out there that are just phenoms. And in four years, they're tapping out black belts. They're purple belts and they're tapping out black belts. I've trained with the guys like that, that I, that I taught. And then after a few years, I couldn't even hang with them anymore. They were just phenoms. And you're like, okay, that guy is black belt level. And he's tapping out black belts, but could he turn around and teach somebody and get them to black belt level? Or is he just, does he even understand it? So I think there's got to kind of be a, a space in between where you got to reward those people that are just gifted and figure it out. And you also have to reward those people that, that really understand jujitsu, but maybe aren't physically talented. What if someone's having a good day, a teacher who's like, I'm having a, I'm having a good mood. Right. Hey, hey, look, you're, you're promoted today. Like right. you're just, I mean, doesn't, well, that, and, that, and that's why I think, that's why I think you should, you should be judged on how well you roll, how, how good you do in competition. You should have to do some competition. And also there should be at least some kind of test. I need, you know, 20 of this, 20 of that, 20 of that. Show me all the guard passes. Show me all the... Right. All the, that's, what I, that's what I think. You should, I, uh, that's what I thought it would be. But then I was like, well, how do you do that like live rolling situation? You watch somebody, you tell the person, put them in this, these 15 different places and then see how they react to it and then give them a belt based on that. But then people could just memorize, just know those 10 right. things and then not know what to do in other situations. It's hard, it's actually right. hard, which is why I'm saying I like that there's no belts in wrestling. Because right. basically a belt is like, if you get to be a college wrestler, you're the equivalent of, I'd say, a purple belt. Like, there's nobody right. that's gonna wrestle. I had a couple guys on my college team that kind of came on, that they were fucking terrible. Right. And then you could say maybe they weren't purple belt level. But for the most part, like, you know, if, if you place in a state tournament, you're going to probably be a brown belt. But then there's been weaker divisions. Also, there's always that like right. asterisk of like, there's, there's heavyweights. Right. And the heavyweights are never as good. Right. And the 103 pounders are never as good. And so, what state you in. And what state, state you're in. So there's all kinds of factors. It's, it's pretty complicated when you actually yeah. think about it. But I know that sometimes like, just mentally, I'll look at somebody in jiu-jitsu class who's a brown belt and be like, oh, fuck. I don't, uh, if I go with him, he's going to be taking it easy on me. Yeah. Or... He's not gonna let me, or he's just gonna feel, or he's gonna go crazy on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but in wrestling, you don't have that. And sometimes yeah. I feel like it's better off you're not better off not knowing how good the person is going right, against right. you, because I like I know personally as a white belt, which is what I am. Sometimes I go against people. They're like, oh, I'm gonna murder this guy. And in like training, when right. I'm learning the moves, they're like, oh, like I'm I'm learning these. Yushigashi sweeps or right. whatever the fuck is. I don't know what I'm doing, and right. they're like. But then we go rolling. I'm tapping the guy. Like right. and he's like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "He's like, he's like, you wrestled before, huh?" I'm like, "I mean, yeah." So right. then, so then, where do you put those people? Right. That the because I'm I'm doing a lot of things wrong. I know I'm not even blue belt level. Right. You know, but I've tapped people that were blue belts. You know, right. and I think they were. I don't know what they were. Yeah, I have. But at there are belts higher. But I, you know what I'm saying? It's it's complicated a little yeah. bit. I guess it's a good system. I, that's why I think there has to be somewhere in between. I, th I think you have to watch people, watch them roll, watch them compete, see how well they're doing against the belt that their their next belt is, and then I think you should also be able to just just in not in rolling, just just be able to go. Okay, sh like I said, show me show me twenty different guard passes, show me twenty different escapes, show me twenty arm locks, show me twenty chokes, gi and no gi or whatever. Yeah, but you there train. are people that could do all those things, and but they but they're so weak. Right. What's I'm saying, but then that is one aspect. The other aspect is watching them roll and watching them compete. So if you're going for purple belt and you go compete in the blue belt, 
uh, tournament and you 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 take second in in Pan Ams or you win the worlds or whatever, okay, and then you know all the technique, you're a purple belt. But if you go out there and you consistently lose your first match every time, well, then you need to get better. Dude. And there are, I mean, also with women, are there different scales for women? Because like a, a female brown belt is that equivalent to a male blue belt or or purple belt? Because it's because some people say that it is. Other people are like, no, it's different. I don't know. It's very confusing. Because of size and strength and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I, I'm, I, but I am enjoying it. The most important thing is I'm actually enjoying it. I'm, I'm actually good. like, you know, I, I lose all my ego. You know, wrestling means nothing. What I've accomplished in wrestling, and I'm also—it's weird being 40 years old as well, right? Because just you know, I'm not 20 years old anymore. Right. I don't have the explosiveness I had when I was 20. You know, so, which dude, is, it's just fucking hard. I'm like a step behind myself all the time, which is like I'm like, oh, I should be there right now. Like, yeah, I think I I know we're like even five years ago, three years ago. I'll be like, oh, I'd already be on that guy's back. And right now, I'm like, I can't. Dude, my, my single when I was in college and high school, I would be able to shoot a, an outside single. And the guy would sprawl, and I would get behind him, and I wouldn't even touch him. Like, I would already be behind him, not even having, I wouldn't have to touch his leg. I would just shoot so quick, sprawl behind. Now, I'm like, I, I can't do that anymore. Right. I can't rely on speed anymore. Yeah. It fucking sucks. Mm. But yes. Whatever. Being old sucks. So now, anyway, back to MMA. Uh, they're, so they're saying Nate Diaz is going to fight GSP. That's what I saw today. Uh, According to Dana White, he said he, he, it's confirmed for 227. I, I kind of like this fight because uh, it's going to be fun. Right. Maybe Nate will avenge the loss that Nick did to GSP. Uh-huh. Nate's in every fight. But... Realistically, do we see this fight going any other way than GSP just jabbing, taking him down, holding him down? But also, get this too. Apparently, it's going to be at 155 pounds. No. That's what I read on the official Instagram no, post from GSP, it. GSP never made 155. You don't think so? He, he talked about going down there, though, didn't he? I think so. If that's the case, then I, I go advantage Nate over. Yeah, but still, still not over hard GSP. hard to make that weight. But they give Nate's a better chance of winning at 55. But still, Nate's fucking tall. Mm-hmm. Nate is yeah. like your size. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nate's a, and he's jacked. He's not just like... I mean, Nate, ultimate fighter Nate, was like this skinny, tall... Like Nate now is, is kind of swole. Like, making 55 is not going to be easy for him. No, I maybe mean, they could do like a catch weight, like 160 or something, or 65 would be... But I, 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 can't, see, I can't see this fight going any other way than GSP beating him. You? No. No, I mean, I don't see, I don't see Nate being able to stop GSP's shots. Like, right. I mean, that's a, and, and I don't think Nate's going to submit him. Just GSP, who's submitted GSP? Nobody. That, I mean, well, Matt Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> with, with the step around from... from, uh, from from Kamora from the bottom yeah, to the armbar. Right. But yeah, no one's submitting GSP now. And um, and I don't think... I mean, Nate possibly could just jab the shit out of him, but I, I don't think he's going to stop that shot. There's just no, no way. No, and GSP looks so good against Michael Bisping. Yeah. I mean, damn. Yeah, he. I've never seen anybody with better timing um, MMA wrestling. I've never seen anybody with better, better timing off the double leg. You know, he didn't even drop all the way down. It's just like a short double leg, but he, he his duck under so fucking his timing is so amazing. I've yeah. never seen anybody with better timing. It's crazy. No, and, he, and he, you know what? He seems like a really, really nice guy. Like, this is a class act. Like, when I think of, like, who I would want the kids that I coach to be like, GSP is that guy. I mean, GSP is that guy. I can't think of, I mean, just a, never hear of any, any trouble, nice to everybody, loves the fans, love the sport, 
Nebby, you know, not fucking hitting up pregnant women and right. leaving the scene, not throwing dollies through buses. Right. Uh, just, just a sw- fucking sweet guy. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a fan for life. GSP. Even Actually, that's the, I wish that would. That's the one fight that I wish would happen. Connor GSP. Yeah, I know, but I would hate Connor to win that fight. Yeah, that would could. be terrible. And he, he, he very well could. He could hurt him. He could hurt anybody. Yeah, Connor must hit freaking hard, dude. I don't even know how hard that guy must hit. He hit. He dropped Nate three times. Yeah. I mean, he knocked out Poirier. Yeah. Knocked out all these dudes. Yeah, all these punch. iron chin dudes. Aldo. Yeah. I mean, I, I I hate the fact that he hit so hard because I'm not a fan of, of Connor's character, yeah. but of his fighting style, of how good he is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, amazing. And he learns. I mean, yeah. that first Nate fight, I was there, and I was at the second one too. He learned, which according to the UFC is the best fight of all time. <laughs> number two. Oh, come on. Not, they have number two and they have number one is like the second one. Not even close. Not What's even, the first one then? They have, what do I think the first yeah. one is? There are so many to choose from. I mean, Forrest versus Bonner, yeah, I would was... put there. Korean Zombie versus Leonard Garcia. Oh, that was, 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 that, was that WC? It doesn't really matter, I guess. But. Oh, yeah. Right, maybe it was WEC. But what about... <clears throat> What about um, who who is it? Uh, damn, uh, Diego Sanchez. Who is it? Was it Caro or was it um, Clay Guida? Diego Sanchez. Oh yeah, that one, one was of those amazing. fights yeah. was insane. Yeah, was, there's like ten Diego Sanchez yeah, fights. Right, right. <laughs> Diego Sanchez versus Gilbert anybody. Melendez. Diego yeah, Sanchez. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was an amazing fight. Um, the, the best fight I was ever at live was BJ Penn versus Matt Hughes. Oh really? The first one. Wow. Yeah. Because uh, when he when he submitted it when he cracked him and then submitted him then licked his blood. That's live was uh, Rory versus um, Rory McDonald versus Robbie Robbie Lawler. Yeah, oh my God. that oh, fight yeah. was insane. That was the best fight I think of all time. Rory versus Robbie. That fight was insane. But I mean, there was so, there's just been so many better fights than than, than that. I mean, you could yeah. you could probably find it in each weight class better fights. What was the fight recently? There was some. There was a fight recently that everyone was like the greatest fight ever. Was it a Cub Swanson fight? Oh well, Cub Swanson, Duho Choi oh, was that a pretty was amazing. fucking amazing yeah, yeah, fight. Yeah, that was that was better than that fight. Yeah, dude, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at one um, the the uh, the Poirier Gaethje fight was pretty good. I don't yeah. know, that was the best fight of all time. But the Gaethje Michael Johnson fight was really good. Uh, Chris Weidman versus Machito was good. The first two rounds wasn't that great. Um, but yeah, there's been so many so many great fights. Uh, John Jones versus Gustafson. That that was an incredible fight. I mean, I would put that over, yeah, over that. Although the first, the first Nate Diaz Connor fight was great because he came back and, and submitted him. Yeah, that that was an amazing fight. Um, yeah, and 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 that was a great fight because nobody, because the odds weren't for Nate, all that sort of shit, all the hype that was behind that fight. Like that fight was way better to me than the second fight. And the, the second fight was was decent. It was a good fight, but I liked the first fight just because it was, it was cool to see, to see Nate just. Oh, push yeah. through it and fucking submit and, and with all that hype behind it and then to shut it down I thought that was that was fucking Frankie cool. Edgar versus uh, Gray, Gray, Gray Maynard, Maynard. The, those the, fights were insane <laughs> the 10-6 round as, as it yeah, should have been <laughs> he came back from the 10-6 that, that fight was way better that was better. insane uh, yeah Eddie Alvarez versus Gaethje that was a great fight um, yeah there were so many better fights than that. They're, I mean, they're just trying to pump Connor and I, I get it but the is he is he done? Done done for sure? No, he's not done. 
You don't think? No. I think he's going to come back. I think he's going to fight Khabib in Russia. I hope so. Because they have an event set for Russia already. Wait, so we did, but they're not, I thought they're not banning him for life from that? I think he's getting a a, a promotion for it, actually. (laughs) No, no, they're not banning him for life. You got to be shitting me. I don't think he's being banned for life for that, though. For life? He fucking ruined people's. What he did was horrible. He should be suspended, but. I mean, Mayweather went to jail for beating up his baby mama and didn't get banned. Tyson like got accused of rape, charged with rape. Right. I don't, I, I don't know if he raped her. Or I know, whatever. but look at look at John Jones. Again, he keeps fucking up, but he's out for like what now? Five years or per- yeah? But like, steroids is different. That's, that's in competition. Steroids. Yeah, I know. It just was wasn't. I don't know what it, it just seems like. It seems like yeah, all these things dolly, are so questionable. Tr- no, he he should get suspended. And for one it. was cocaine. It's like come come on. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. Well, what I well, what, what I always thought was weird was when Colby Covington came on the fi- on the podcast and talked about how John Jones was a was a huge steroid addict because I was gave him the benefit of the doubt and said right. uh, and said you know what I honestly for some reason don't believe he needed steroids. Right. I mean, he beat Rashad Evans. He beat all these great guys. You know, Machida. He beat. Uh, Belfort without steroids or not getting popped for it. Why all of a sudden he's taking steroids right? Right. against Cormier? But then, according to Colby Covington, they were roommates in college right. and he was taking roids back then. Huh. And that changes, if that's true, and he was naming names, specifically naming the guy he was giving it, getting it from. Huh. And if that's true, then that makes me think maybe he was taking shit back then or this right. whole time. And, and then I, I got to reassess how... How in high regard? I, I, I just can't figure out like in this. You, you, Usada is so, so on top of it. It's like why are you even fucking around with anything now? But but also he's so naturally gifted. He's yeah. so, he's always in it. shape. He never tires. He's such a great athlete. He's a great at everything: wrestling, boxing. I mean, Muay Thai, Jiu Jitsu. He submitted Hendo in that submission only event. I mean, he's what does he need to take steroids for? Yeah, I mean. There are certain guys, like, if they get popped for roids, I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe the barn cat, Tamden Mac McRory, needs to, and he he's not even taking steroids. But you're like, you know what, like, who's who's, who's the old the old Australian judo guy? Oh right, Dan, Dan Kelly. Dan Kelly, Dan was Kelly. Taking, <laughs> let him. Sixty years old, you know. Exactly. He needs to mend his broken hip. Come on, I right. Get it. But like, what do you mean, fucking need this, this, right? Right, exactly. So uh, anyway, we're calling a guy who's fighting CM Punk on that Chicago card. Michael Jackson. I actually trained a guy named Michael Jackson. Everyone thought it was him. Really? Yeah. Huh. He's a 45, 145-er. But people are like, you're fighting CM Punk? He's like, no, I'm not fighting CM Punk. <laughs> this guy won the lottery, Michael Jackson. And I, he came to my show Hello. in Texas. Michael Jackson. Hello? Hello, is this Michael What's Jackson? Happening, my guy? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing well. Last How time you doing over there? Good. Last time I saw you, we were in Houston together. That's right. Well, I'm still here. Yeah, Enjoy. well, right. I did a comedy show, and this dude came. And, you know, this guy, uh, when you're next to him, he's got this, like, energy about him of just, like, a positive... Sweet, but like strong. I mean, the dude's ripped. Right. Uh, in good shape. How you feeling, man? You said they were they were considering you for CM Punk, and now you're fighting CM uh, Punk. Yeah, man, I feel great. You know, I'm the type. Sometimes you got to speak some stuff into existence, man. And and you know, I've always been, uh, like you said, very positive. Well, I shouldn't say I've always been positive. This is kind of a the new kind of modern truth. You know, I'm very positive and. Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm not going to let just people run over me, but 
the grand scheme of things, man, you just got to treat people nice. And I think, you know, and think good things will come back to you in return. Now, how much pressure is on you right now? I mean, I would think, um, you know. All the pressure. It's all the pressure. Yeah, because, I don't know, I'm putting myself in your shoes, right? So, okay, you were 0-1, you're 0-1 in the UFC uh, in fighting. You lost to uh, Mickey Gall. Mickey Gall. Um, at, at, you were what, 4-2 and two as an amateur? I don't mean, I had so many amateur fights. Um, no, I, I was probably a little upside down. You know, I started, um, I had my first MMA fight like six months into training, you know. Right. And, you know, I got started fairly quickly. And then it was an earlier time, you know. This was almost 10 years ago when I started fighting or when I began training, you know. Uh, so the times were a little bit different. You know, I think if I would have started later in my career, I probably, or later in just, you know, as age, I don't think I would have had my first MMA fight six months in. Right. You know, I, a lot of guys that I train with now, you know, they, they you know, people are training a couple years at least before they had their first fight, you know. So I kind of rushed into it. But again, it was something that I really love to do and enjoy. And so I was just like, yo, let's boogie. No, absolutely. But I'm, but I'm thinking the pressure's on you because... You know, first of all, if you win, it's like, yeah, you beat CM Punk. You beat a guy that, like, right. that really shouldn't have been there. He was a WWE wrestler, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. but, if, but if you lose, you basically made this guy's Make-A-Wish Foundation come true. I, 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 mean, you, I mean, you basically, now, now he gets a win. It's like all the wrestling fans are like, yay. Uh -huh. they're, kind of make, they're kind of bringing you in as, like, the sacrificial lamb. And now you lost to a guy and everyone's like, aha, oh, you lost to CM Punk. Not that they should right. say that. Fuck those people. You got the balls. Right. Uh, all the respect in the world to you, Mike Jackson, for what you're doing. But, well, but, well, but, well, you, but you know people are going to be... Differently, actually. Like, I, I understand what you're saying, but I look at it a little bit differently. Like for me, I, the pressure's on me simply because I'm fighting a guy with very limited experience. And, you know, he has the big name and so they're going to be way more eyes. But for me, I look at this a little bit differently. Like, for me, I don't look at this as I, if I win, then, yeah, I was expected to win. Like, to me, it's not even about the fight. It's all about, you know, elevating the brand, you know. And for me, it's all about going out there, performing in front of millions of people who are going to be watching. There's going to be people in the audience. There's going to be people watching on pay-per-view. And so, for me, this is an opportunity to showcase my skills, you know, on the grand stage, on the biggest stage of them all. You know, people, uh, they talk, the people who are running their mouths on the Internet, you know, all of it, oh, he's 0-1 the UFC. And again, these are people who are simply UFC fans. They're not fight fans. Because if they were fight fans, they would know I compete in other sports. You know, I compete in, I'm undefeated in boxing. I'm undefeated in kickboxing with all of my wins coming via knockout. So I'm not just some guy. That, I'm not just some 0-1 MMA fighter. You know, I have, there, there's way more to me than that, you know? So those people, like I said, the pressure's on me, but it, it's different as far as, you know, if I lose or if I win, then I was expected to win. And if I lose, you know, that I lost to, to CM Punk. You know, it, it's a different kind of pressure for me. Now, now CM Punk, you know, I know you're saying he doesn't have much experience, though, but he, he's been training, from what I hear, like the last three, four years over at Rufus Sport. He's the first one in, last one to leave, two or three a days. I mean, he's focused. He's committed. You're not fighting a guy. You're not fighting me. You know, I'm not just, oh, I'm just going to show up. You're fighting a guy who actually is really training to win. So I definitely wouldn't. Well, I, I, would, I would only expect him to train to win. But here's the thing. 
Like you, you can say, but let's take Adam. Let's take Adam and, and say, okay, Adam, we're going to train you to be an MMA fighter. And you take your time and you go out there and you, you, you put these two-a-days in. You're the first one in. You're the last one out. But here's the thing. None of that matters when we're talking about skills. There's only a People can only learn so much in these, peri in these short periods of time. So he's, he, he's basically had a crash course in MMA. But then you also have to factor in this guy's age, his, his, the wear and tear of his body from professional wrestling, and then the guy just had back surgery. He's coming off of back surgery. I don't care what kind of back surgery. It's still back surgery, no matter how big or how small. You understand? So I, I get what people are saying is that he's putting in this time and this effort, but so have I. You understand? And I've been doing this a lot longer, but not even about a lot longer. My back, I have, I have an, uh, a, look, comparing me to him as far as I striking goes, this, this is, it's no competition when it comes to striking. Again, he has the advantage. Well, I shouldn't even say he has an advantage. For himself, his base is obviously jujitsu. He started that about three or four years ago, right? But even with that, I've been doing jujitsu longer than he has. You understand? So when people like to, to, to run their mouths about things, they simply are just uninformed, uneducated, and ignorant to everything that's going on right now. I, 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 I like your passion, man. This is a different Mike Jackson that I had on before the Mickey Gall fight. You were like, oh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yum, dum, dum. This is a different dude. Right. This is a different dude. Well, and, and, and this is a different fight. You know, for me, there was – I didn't really – although I, in, in hindsight, after the fact, after the fight had happened, I did realize that – there was a lot of pressure on me that I really didn't know until, until I walked into that octagon, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is not what I'm used to. You understand? But it's, it's just one of those things, like, I'm prepared for this, and I understand what's at stake. You know, and it's, it's a little bit different. Like, for me, like, I, I took the L to Mickey Gall, and I understand Mickey. Oh, who's flying? Oh, that's a battleship or some shit. I don't know. Um, you, you have Mickey Gall who look, he, he's very talented. He, he, look, I honestly feel Mickey Gall has the potential to be a future champion. You understand? So for me, taking an L to Mickey Gall, it's like, all right, I tell you, I mean, the dude, he beat me that night. I mean, he was a better man. He's a legit brown belt under the Miller brothers. Like the kid is good. I mean, he went out and beat my guy Sage, you know, after he smacked up Phil a little bit, you know, and then he went to a decision with Randy Brown, who, who's a top, who's he may, he may be like a top, top-level fighter, but he's really good. He belongs in the UFC, you know? Yeah. But when I, look at this CM, when I look at this Phil Brooks or CM Punk fight, this is a different animal. This is someone who – he's here because of his name. And again, I'm not even knocking it. I respect the hustle. I would have done the exact same thing if I were in his shoes. You understand? But when it comes to me, like, I'm a fighter. Now, I know I may not be a – a full-time fighter who fights all the time and fights consistently. Like I like to get at least like one or two fights a year. I'm cool with that because I'm doing so much other things, you know, uh, and, I, and I'm making good money. I'm, I'm in the same tax bracket as a lot of these top fighters, not fighting. You understand? So when I get to fight, what I do just you, love it. What, what, you know, what else do you I, do? I, I, oh, the, I'm the photographer. You know, I'm one of the dopest combat sports photographers in the game. You understand? I shoot for Legacy Fighting Alliance. Uh, I'm a media personality. You see the interviews. I just, it's not, even though 
I, I'm not fighting all the time. My life revolves around this sport. You understand? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm always involved. Now, Every after the fight, though, but all- promise me this, though. Huh? Okay, I think you're going to win. I hope you win. But if, if you lose... Please don't go back to press. No but don't go back to press row like last time, because last time you lost the oh, fight, no, 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 and then no, five no, minutes no, later no, you were no. in the press row covering the next fight. No, <laughs> no, well, no, I wasn't covering. I was just going to hang out. I wasn't going out there to cover. I was just going to hang out because I didn't, because basically they were like, well, if you if you stand the back or if you after the fight they just wanted me to stand the back. And I, I don't I don't want to just oh, stay in the back. I thought you were going back to work to cover the next fight. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. I was going just to hang out. That's oh, okay. all that was. I, I didn't even do any work. Oh, okay. Um, but as far as this goes, nah, man, this, this for me, this as far as, like, goals and accomplishments in life, look, I never had aspirations of being a UFC champion. You know, that was never my path. This is my path. You know, this fight is, is my title fight. You understand? And so I'm treating it as such. And when I go out there on June 9th in Chicago in Phil Brooks' hometown, I'm smacking this man. I'm smacking him all around the cage like I told this coach Duke Rufus I would be doing. Now, now, who are you bringing in for sparring? Goldust? Uh, Honky Tonk Man? Like, who are you? you know, I really wish because I like Goldust. I think they, they're about the same age. You know, I think he could give me some good looks. But at the end of the day, he just wasn't ready for it. You know, I have some quality uh, uh, partners out here. Of course, I trained him with the Black Beast, Derek Lewis. Wow. We get, we, 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 you know, we get some workouts in. Now, he's not hitting me 100% because yeah. I'd be dead. Right. But, you know, we, we, you know, we get some work in. And then I have some uh, – I have one kid. He's uh, – at one time, he was the number one ranked amateur fighter in the nation at uh, 168 pounds. His name is Austin Williams. You know, we get our boxing in. I have some legacy veterans, uh, Justin Riseworth. I have some other uh, top quality uh, uh, training partners out here. Too many to name. Now, if but you, I'm getting the work in. Now, if you win, are you going to call out Rikishi? He's too big. I'm a weight class. Oh, okay. I'm a weight class. <laughs> no, but, I think, but, but, I, but, but what I'm hearing, though, what I am hearing, though, I'm hearing this buzz about Curtis Jackson uh, trying to make a – I don't know if, he's, if this is for real or 50 not. 50 cent? But, look, if, 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 <laughs> Fiddy, if Fiddy wants his hands, he can get these hands. All right, so really, so if you beat CM Punk, you're gonna fight C- You're gonna fight Fifty Cent. I would like it. I mean, if he wants to do it, yeah. Look, I like Fifty, but it's all about the money. Yeah, he's trying to get these bags. They be securing futures and elevating brands. Yeah, but Fifty used to box. I mean, he was like a real boxer, right? I mean, it'd be, I think that would be a good fight. Actually. Okay. All right. Is, well, it, is, 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 it, is this at one seventy? He used to box. He's been spending his time making music. While point. he's making music, I'm getting better, sharpening the skills. But see, you need, you need to fight Christian Aguilera because it would be too too great to have Michael Jackson fight Christian Aguilera. <laughs> yeah, what about Prince? <laughs> what, what, what about uh, what about Takashi 6'9"? I think you would Takashi. Oh man, I don't I don't you know those cats, man. They they run their mouth. I don't even really get into to like these new little little Thundercats that's out here. Uh, but yeah, I've seen some of the stuff he talks online. Uh, if if that's the route we're gonna do this, if, if some cats want to run their mouths and, and get these hands. He could be the first one to get him. Okay, you know, so he, I know he talks a little spicy. So okay, but, you so know, you all talk about wait. So yeah, you really, honestly, if you that. honestly, when you beat CM Punk, you promise you'll call out Fifty Cent from the Octagon. <laughs> I don't. It's a bit. I gotta see what he's doing because you know, right now, you know, Bellator is on my shit list. They 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 don't like me, so I don't know. That may be a little clash. I don't think they're gonna co-promote that one. Oh, 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 oh right. Bellator, I heard he signed the Bellator. Bellator right, surely. Yeah. 
No, Bellator won't let me yeah. in the vicinity of a building that they're uh, uh they have an event at. So it's Fuck. all good. Fuck. All right. Well, listen, man. Good luck, Mike Jackson. Uh, we I'm on Team Jackson. Okay, this guy does not deserve to be there. Yeah, he, he bought his way into the UFC. It, it, there are so many fighters that deserve to be there over CM Punk, and they're putting him in there because of his Twitter followers and because of his wrestling well, thing. Well, no, no, but, here, but, but here's the thing. I, 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 see, I hear what a lot of people are saying, but I honestly feel this is, this is nothing but a positive thing for everyone involved. And before I go, I'm going to tell you why. You have someone who obviously doesn't belong in there, but he has such a huge following. He's going to bring so many eyes to this sport and to the event alone. Take a look who's in, who's in the main event. Do you know? Uh, the, the main event, Colby Covington exactly. versus RDA. Exactly. Yeah, no, okay, but that, okay, but that happened the first time. He didn't bring it in. The people that stayed for the first time, they didn't, they're not all of a sudden like huge fans now because they saw him. Oh, I disagree. I disagree. He's bringing people in. You may not think so, but I know he's. Well, so would Oprah. Are we gonna I have guess. Are we gonna have Oprah fight as well? I mean, she's wh- fighting Fifty Cent. I mean, where do we Bellator. stop? I mean, where I'm do talking we talking about? Fa- I'm talking about fans. Where do we draw the line, yeah, though? Really. If we're gonna have just famous people because they're gonna bring their fan base, let's have Oprah. No, 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 let's no, no, have but, but, fucking. But this isn't a, this isn't something that Bernie happens, Sanders and <laughs> this is a one in this is a one every what? Well, the last person they done this with was. Um, was with James Tony. Yeah, exactly. It was a, it that? was an embarrassment. Like he wore flip flops to the fucking <laughs> cage. What different time? But then this again, I what I like what Phil is doing is that he actually dedicated his time to this. It wasn't like it wasn't a James Tony thing where he kind of like look. James Tony was like trying to poke around and make fun of the sport. Like Phil, he legit is a fan and is passionate about learning and that's the difference. Yeah, but there are so many guys out there. Okay. Yeah, but there are so many guys out there uh, that are like 14 and 0, 15 and 0 that should be in the UFC that are being overlooked. But he's not ta- he's not he's not taking the space for them though. That I hear what you're saying and I agree with that. But he's not taking the space from anyone. Well, he, this he, is, again, this Huh? Yeah, yeah. How do you know that? I mean, how do you know that 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 that, that slot wouldn't be filled by a guy on the undercard if he if, if like he was bumped off the if he was bumped off the fight? Oh, you mean on you mean on the card? Now, of course, he's taking a position on the card itself, but I'm talking about the complete roster. I okay, think he's doing a, Okay, I, so I if he played okay, so if he played basketball for the next three years, right? Every day, uh, six hours a day, would the Lakers fucking uh, would, would, would the Lakers oranges. would the Lakers put him on? No, they wouldn't because hey, he's not good no, at playing for the fucking Lakers. Yeah, you remember when Master P tried out? You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he could have tried out, and he's not going to make it. He try out exactly. He they didn't put him on the team. Okay, but this is a different kind of sport. Uh, it's, I like it's it. a professional cool. sport. It's, a, you, it's fun. It's not. You know, it's fun, Adam. That's why you're going to be. Even if I weren't the one fighting him, you would watch it. Of course I'll watch, watch it, but I'm I'm bored. And like, uh, yeah, because I'm a fucking I, I'm I have too much. I should be. I like it. You're right. I, I'll fucking watch I, I, it. Yeah, that's it. Fine, you I'll watch it. Fine, <laughs> you win. You win. I'll watch it. But he doesn't. He doesn't deserve to be there. You're not. And you're not going to change my mind, especially when there's people. Oh, that, like, I never. I, look, I never said he deserved to be there. I don't deserve to be there. I agree 100. percent This whole thing is just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it makes. Dollars and we yeah, but it's in, the same thing with fucking comedy clubs. You get these fucking Instagram fucking stars go on there <laughs> and they fucking stink it up and people come and they never watch come to shows again. But they fucking drew seats and it's the same thing. But then those, then those people aren't comedy fans then. I agree with you. I, those Instagram stars, I know a few of them and I hear what you're saying. I agree 100%. 
but those people aren't comedy fans. And these fucking WWE guys aren't MMA fans. Some of some of the one, some of the ones that are gonna come in and buy this oh, one. Oh, there's some crossover. There's some. Crossover. All right, you're right. You're right in some regards. I I, I honestly, and when fucking Ben Askren isn't in the UFC, and, and, and some of these other fucking guys that are on the UFC, and you got guys that are 10 and 0, and 12 and 0, and 15 and 0, and you look at and fucking Chris Wade's getting cut or are not getting renewed about his contract, and all these fucking great fighters that are not getting paid, uh-huh. and these guys are working. Fourth fucking time jobs, five you know five things, and you're giving CM Punk a fucking million dollars to go in there because because this is his you know that's why they have fantasy camps for baseball. Money, if they're giving him a million dollars, how much money do you think he's generating for the company? Dude, they're not gonna just throw out. They should have an MMA fantasy dollars. camp like they do in baseball, where you can go and play with real fucking guys with Ron Darling and guys <laughs> that were big thirty years ago, and then you could yeah, I fucking I hit a home run off fucking. Dude, that's, they have that. It's called Bellator. Keith Hernandez. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, here, okay, well, okay, so here, check this out real quick. Check this out. What would it, you have a, someone like Phil Brooks in this position who has such a draw. He's such a, a, a polarizing figure. You want him to go fight for it. Here, here are the other options. Fight it for free as an amateur, which is ridiculous no. because he's not trying to become a champion. He just wants to do this. So you'd rather him fight for free. Well, not you, but as, as Phil. Fight for free as an amateur. Or the other option would be to fight for uh, a regional promotion, and they pay they all they could pay him. Look, Bellator can't afford him, you know. So a regional promotion would pay him like at ma- I would, and I'm being so generous with this number right now. They would pay him ten thousand dollars. I'm being so look. Generous Andre Harrison is sixteen and zero. And fucking fighting in the PFL and has to fucking do two jobs. That motherfucker should be in the UFC uh, and not CM, You're right. and not CM Punk. You're right, but now, but now we're but we're now we're talking about these are, these are two different issues though. These are two different issues because the issue in here with that gentleman is not about Phil Brooks. Yeah, it's it is because because you because it should be a standard. It should be a standard. You should be be a certain type of caliber of fighter to fight in MMA. In, in, in the UFC, in the UFC, caliber. Guess what? Cal- Guess same, what? I know life I, isn't I, fair, I and it's a business, and money fucking yeah, rules. Yeah, I, correct. I, yeah, it's a business, and the main objective of business is to make money, Adam. But they're making enough money. They, 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 they sold money. it for four point five billion fucking dollars. <laughs> they're not. They're not and hurting with money. And we gotta recoup that four point eight billion from somewhere. Well, then have CM Punk fucking pay everybody to fucking watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, he he should pay to be in the UFC. Yeah, he should pay. He should he should pay to be in the UFC. Like, I'd be like, hey, listen, he should he should pay every one of those fucking fighters money for him to fucking fight on that thing. Then then I, I'd be for it. I don't know. How much should he pay to fight? He should pay whatever he's getting paid. Double that. <laughs> what do you think? So, okay, so he made he made half a mil for the first fight. So you think he should just drop a mil for the card? Yeah, he should give a million dollars, and then and then I'll watch him. I'm like, you know what? This dude's a good guy. But guess what? Guess what? Guess what? I guarantee the four people that are fighting, well, at least the two champions, are getting pay-per-view points. So he's already, what you're saying, you want to, what you want him to do, that's what he's doing right now. He's making the, now, he's not making the entire card money. But yeah. I guarantee you he's giving pay-per-view points to those champions, yeah. and they're going to make a lot of money. And now people are, look. I guarantee you. Look, you and I, we know who Robert Whitaker and Yoel, well, Yoel is different, but we know who Robert Whitaker is. I guarantee you, the majority of people who call themselves UFC fans do not know who Robert Whitaker is. 
But Robert Whitaker is about to make some money off of but this that's, fight. But that's also and the UFC's responsibility, too. That's, a, that's also huh? on, that's on WME. That's on the UFC as well. It's also a little bit on Robert Whitaker. But I, I hear you. Look, I'm going to watch it, okay? I hope you win. Just make it like a regional thing. Make make CM Punk sell tickets. Yeah, honestly, he should sell. 50 <laughs> he, gets, oh, that would be, yeah, he gets 15% like of his ticket sales. Made him sell some tickets. No, he skipped. All, he, he, he fucking skipped every step. Somebody comes to his he, door. He skipped every Here's step. Here's 10,000 tickets. Go to your friends. He skipped every step, and he had a shot. They gave him a shot, and he lasted 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay, you know, and now they're giving another shot. And it's just like to me, it's just. Oh, kinda, but see, this was going to be different, though. This is going to be so much different because. In this love triangle between myself, Phil, and Mickey, Mickey was the one who had everything to lose. And he did what he was supposed to do. He didn't take a chance because no one knew what his striking was like. You better knock so this fucker Mickey out, dude. Was, Honestly, you better knock him out huh? quick. You better knock him out quickly. Oh, oh, look, I'm about, look, the, the, the objective here is to face plant him. I want him <laughs> to be dead on the mat. And, and I mean this with all due respect because I have no quarrels with the guy outside of him calling me a can. But. I do. This is what I do. I, I dead people when I hit them. And this is what I'm going to do June 9th at UFC 225 in his hometown of Chicago. All right. Well, listen, thank you, Mike. I can't wait to see it. Good luck with everything, brother. And uh, keep up the good work. I appreciate it, man. Have a good one. You too. All right. The king of pop. He should right be there. a fucking lawyer, this guy. <laughs> what the fuck's he doing? Uh, I, 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 I hear his point, people. I, I get it. It's a business. It's a business. But I, I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a purist. Yeah. What could I say, man? Well, maybe, maybe make him just fight only for a point, for, for pay-per-view points. <laughs> then if you don't draw, you don't get nothing. Fight. Honestly, if he, gave, <laughs> if he gave everyone else on the card the money he's getting, because he doesn't fucking need it. I don't, I don't yeah. know if he needs it. Probably everyone Probably needs money. Not. But if he gave everyone else money on the card... And you know what? And this other guy got twenty grand, an extra twenty grand. I'd be like, cool. I'll fucking I like this guy. But to get, take a million dollars from fucking right. UFC fans when when he shouldn't be on the main main card, he shouldn't. Yeah. He, you should have to earn it. It's a he's not gonna be. Other sports don't do it. Well, this sport's different. Well, it's a fucking professional sport. When I when I go to a baseball game, I'm confident that these are the best guys in the country playing. Or or at least or at least go out and get four or five wins. You know what I mean? Like, go, go get a few local, and and then you can say, look, he's four and zero, and he's legit, and he's a draw. He's not maybe not the most legit guy, but at least, but coming in as a fucking debuter to the UFC, they made Kimbo go through Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, uh, I mean, they made the other guy, Greg Hardy, this football player now is now on the contender. Now they're not just putting him right. in the fucking. He's zero and one. Yeah. You know, his first fight was like it was not very. It didn't go very well. Yeah. By but, the way, are they really getting rid of Chris Wade? He's in the PFL now. What? Yeah. He, he, he they cut he, him? He, that, that, he, didn't he have he, any losses? He didn't get cut. He, he, he left. Oh, because okay. Because they weren't giving him fights. Chris Wade is good, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Chris Wade's very good. He was 4 0, 5 0 at one point. I know he lost one, but I think he, he lost. He lost, I think, two to the Russians, those Dagestani guys. But okay. yeah, but he, he won his last fight, and then he just said, fuck it, not giving me fights. And he's like, I got to make a living. Damn. Which one the PFL? That's a WSOF. Is now PFL. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah they're having a, a million dollar tournament. Oh wow! Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So anyway, listen. Uh, that's our show today. Uh, <laughs> good show. Good show. That was a great <laughs> show. We, we learned a lot. What? I have no fucking idea. Uh, I hope Michael Jackson wins. Uh, I, I, I do like the kid, and I understand what he's saying. And he's, and he, I guess he's in a he, look. I mean, he's right. He's like, I don't deserve to be there. I give him that fucking credit. I mean, uh, yeah. But at least he's honest. But hey, he got he could get the meal ticket right here. And he's right. He's gonna look. Obviously, CM Punk did good numbers. 
And that's why people are, that's why he's getting a second chance. And that's, that's why people are booking comics. That's why they're putting people on TV. And that's why if you have a million Instagram followers, they're gonna put you on TV shows. It's just, I'm an old school guy. I'm an old school guy where I think you have to learn a craft. You have to learn a skill, and then you have to hone that skill for years, and then be really good at it, mm-hmm. and then be the best at it, and then earn your spot at the fucking table. Just because you're good at something else doesn't mean that you're going to be good at this. Yeah. And it doesn't, so it shouldn't be automatic pass. No. Bullshit. And they gave him a shot. Yeah. But whatever. Fuck it. He's right. I and mean, people, I guess, if it helps Colby Covington and RDA with pay for three points, that, that's a good argument. Because those guys need to get paid more, and uh, Yoel Romero and Whitaker, those guys need to get paid more. Yeah, absolutely. So that's 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 a good argument, Mike. You, you you're good. <laughs> uh, so what do you got coming up? Me, I'm I'm uh, doing uh, doing some shows. I'm got most of summer off, so I'm I'm doing uh, Tucson laughs in uh, in June, June fifteenth and sixteenth, and then I'm I'm doing um, a bunch of stuff in uh, August, doing Nashville Zanies and um, Huntsville stand up live, and then I'm doing uh, the uh, Stardome and just a bunch of one nights to get in there and then I'm doing this thing called Dragon Con that I do every year it's like this big nerd convention with like cosplay and shit there's like awesome. 70,000 nerds but uh, because I do nerd comedy I, I go there every year and you I performing for them? Out. yeah I do I do comedy at the what they call the, like there's a science and the skeptic track and I do a they have a room that holds about 800 people and I I, I do a talk on martial arts and, and bullshit and then I, and I'll do my, my I'll do an hour it's amazing comedy. yeah it's cool I love it yeah it's a Dragon Con in Good Atlanta you, if anyone's man. there and my special just hit uh, Amazon Prime so Ian Harris Extraordinary yesterday went on Amazon Prime, so it's free. If you got Prime, you can watch it. Good for you, for man. It, so. Well, you're funny as shit. Anybody, uh, guys, I re- highly recommend this comic. One of the funniest and smartest. I put him at the Dime Bar last two weeks ago. It was it was brutal. You went on there and murdered, and, oh, and with smart four people. <laughs> so I don't care. I, listen, but it was it was like. To me, that was more impressive than you killing at the Laugh Factory in front of 500 people because you killed in front of set, eight, 10 people. Yeah. But it was like it, you stood out like by like a thousand. No, oh, thanks. So uh, I one hundred. That was actually fun. I one hundred percent. If you're if this guy's coming to your town, see him. Uh, is there a website people can go see you? Uh, IanHarrisComedian.com. Everything's on there. Uh, and you hit up uh, me on Twitter. Slide into my DMs on Instagram at the Wean Dog. And that's <laughs> it, dude. Have a good day. Thanks. And you'll be outside but, but, and the what, window. What, what's your podcast? I hope so. It's <laughs> Wean Dog Radio. Talk okay. about aliens, ghosts. Conspiracies, mysteries, and stuff. Serial killers. It's cool. Yeah, you're normal. All right, so I will be at the <laughs> House of Comedy in Minneapolis tomorrow night through uh, Sunday night. Uh, then I will be at the uh, at the Laugh Factory in Long Beach, May 16th. Bloomington. Then I'm I'm back uh, at, at the House of Comedy again with Jeremy Piven. We're going on tour together uh, May 22nd and 23rd. Um, and then I'm going to be with Piven again in Edmonton, May 25th. And 27th, and then I will be uh, back at Edmonton again, June 27th to the uh, 31st. Then in July, Fight Week, I'm at Vegas, Stratosphere, on Fight Week, and then Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, July 18th to the 21st. So thank you so much uh, for listening to the podcast. You guys are the best. Tunis, Tava stolta on torpota morotaa. Yeah, yeah, yeah.